Hello and welcome to the Mature Gamer Podcast Invasion of episode 77 of Mature Gamer Bits and PCs. I'm Kev, Sheepdog and Bouncy are here too. And John, this is what you get if you don't send us your file soon enough. We're going to keep talking on your feed until we have an episode to put I'm wearing Clarky's pants, I found them. I'm wearing them. Clarky doesn't even wear Clarky's pants, what are you saying? I found them on the uh, bedroom floor of a young cowboy. Um, I'm going to be constantly refreshing my email to see if the fact that we're now talking on their feed makes John send this any faster. <laughs> um, have we got any relevant PC gaming we want to talk about? Do we, uh, in fact, do we need innuendo to start things off if we're doing bits and PCs? Innuendo. Right. <laughs> Anyone um, been on a camping trip? League of Legends. Daisy. Yeah. I went on a camping trip, so we stabbed me through the side of the tent. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> Truly blood curdling. It was absolutely scary. Yeah. So why are we on? Oh, hang on. Then? Hold on. Three, two, one. There we go. So why are we on their feed? Um, well, because we've got to keep going, haven't we? We've got to do our full twenty-four hours. We can't go off the air. Um, their episode that they've pre-recorded is on its way to us. If you are just a bits and PCs listener and you have no idea who we are, for a start, sort yourselves out. Come listen to Mature Gamer Podcast. Um, we're awesome, it's us free and Anna, and we're great. Um, but we've had a few technical issues. We're on our, what, 17 of our 24-hour uh, live show? Yeah. Um, so we're a little bit delirious. We don't want to go off the air. We've not been able Eight to get to Skype calls to plug into Spreaker where we're broadcasting live. Um, so what we've had to do, rather than the original plan was to have the other two shows, Night Shift and Bits and PCs, come on with us, we'd do a live show with them, and it would then go out as their normal weekly episode. Didn't quite work out that way. So what we've done is we've asked both of those shows to pre-record something for us to then slot into our live show, um, just so that we still have representation of the whole site, blah de blah de blah But their time slot is, among, is upon us, and the file has not yet arrived. So um, so here we are. Here we yeah. are. And while we've been talking, I thought of a way that in the future we might have been able to fix that. Go on. Um, if we'd have had an iPad in the centre of a table with a headphone jack coming out, going into a microphone jack on the mixer, the mixer going into the laptop into speaker as per usual, we wouldn't have to use microphones to talk to the people on Skype. They could just, we, they'd hear us through the microphone on the thing and then all the output would go straight into our headphones through the mixer. Didn't we try that? Probably. No, we tried so many different things. I we tried lots we tried. of laptop solutions, and I think that was where the problem was. There were so many cables being introduced. I dare say that might be worth, if we, you know, we'll get through the show. But for future shows, that might be worth a try, just for mm. a one-off. This isn't going to be very often. We're definitely not going to be stealing other people's shows temporarily. That's not going to happen. This was supposed to be us talking with them, yeah. not instead of them. That's what I thought. John said, "Well, we're not sharing a show now, are we? It's not yeah. them." In- 24 now they now are we are sharing a show, show. Yeah. yeah should we speculate on what they might be talking about what's that game called Heartstone or something Heartstone, Heartstone. yeah Heartstone. there'll be something like that there'll be some Daisy yeah has they... anyone played Daisy yet um, I didn't like it you I... played it as the mod haven't you but it's oh, now right. released a standard oh, no, I was listening to Bits and PCs last week and the general consensus was uh, there aren't the vehicles in there yet zombies can still go through walls uh, it's still buggy as heck and there's lots of stuff that wasn't in the armor mod, but it will be, it. and that's you know, and that's good. That's you know, essentially, it will work there. And I, I think John sounded very optimistic as well as optimistic can as John can sound. No, no, not yet. Because you can push a button and go you things. To jump? You vault. Uncomfortable. See, this is how much I listen. This proves I listen to bits yeah. and pieces. You press V for vault. 
There you go, Armour 2 controls. Yeah. I listen to and that And that doesn't show. mean put your things in a safe. It means go yeah, over things. Yeah, told me about this and I just thought... Ugh. No, but that's like if I'm playing um, Bitrip Runner, J's jump as well as Spacebar. So if I want to use Space, which I'd think to, that's great, but that's not a very sensitive button compared to J. And J's comfortable. So J for jump, P for pause. It's good. But w for, for wander. What are they playing at? What's the point? I think, it's, I think it's... No, but Let me vault do not in think in a game that's about survival. I mean, you look at Zombie U, to make that game more about survival, when you want to loot a backpack, you have to physically take items out of one thing and put them into another. Yeah, I like that. With this, if you can't just wander and just bounce around a low place like you can with Halo, it's a lot more realistic if you've got to physically coordinate... Well, jump about in You've got to coordinate a movement over a barrier. Over stuff, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be bouncing around. And you're carrying a place. big backpack full of stuff, yeah, maybe. maybe. You're a fat man carrying a heavy bag. You're like waddling jump around. jump around and walking around. In do you know what? Like, when I walk back from Tesco's, the last thing I want to do is vault over a wall, full yeah, stop. You might just want to jump up in the air randomly, like you just don't No, care. I don't jump but over... It doesn't, it's not going to help in battle zombies. No, no it's not going to be my main... I just anything, feel comfortable being in a world where I just can't jump around. Why does it matter? I want to jump up, jump up and it's, get down. Yeah, but it's Daisy, not House of Pain. Well, <laughs> in my world, everything's House of Pain. Have you noticed we've all changed our, our, our personalities a slight amount here? It's because we're bits and PCs. We're bits now. and PCs now. We're, this is how professional we've become. Oh. Now, um, at this juncture, I would like to just announce that I'm just about to go off and start writing an article for uh, Midlife Gamer. So, if you just excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, so Does that I mean I have to go and buy something expensive and then hate it? You do that anyway, don't you? Oh, I generally like the expensive things I buy. <laughs> and Steve's... I need to buy something expensive, hate it, and then try and sell it to you. Yeah. And, and then go, how much was that anyway? <laughs> it's like, Kev, that was £8,000. You're like, oh, is that all? Oh, I might buy another four. And, and, you, and, you, and your wife's going to come in and say that you're all rubbish at that. Remember that when Clarky was playing? It was in trials. He was playing trials, and all you hear in the background is this okay, You're not very good at that, are you? Oh, <laughs> it was goes, brilliant. Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> keep it down, will you? Will you keep it down? I've come all the way from Liverpool to tell you to keep it down. <laughs> but you're not keeping it down. I, I can't believe you're not keeping it down. All the way up there in the Merseysides, I can hear you. I can hear you. You're making that much noise. I keep it down. All right. Think on. Are you sorting the episode on the speaker? I'm trying to, but it's the longest episode in the history of the world, so it'll take a few minutes to upload. <laughs> yeah, John just said, do you want me to upload it to speaker? Like, that would have been more useful than uploading it to Dropbox. <laughs> oh, Shogun P's here. Is he? He weren't listening to our show, but he's listening to bits of PCs. Interesting. Well, I see how it, well, it sits. Yeah, caught you out, haven't we? Uh, um, somebody's asked him if he's feeling a bit delicate. I've met Shogun. He's very delicate. Oh, he's, he's like, he's like, a, he's he's like a little snowflake. I've kissed the man. And, and did you like it? it. it did he like, taste of cherry chapstick or just like gin? Upset about it, did he? Did he taste like drinkers ruin? A little bit. Is that the phrase gin drunkens drunkards what ruin? Are you talking about? There's a phrase to do with gin. Dalek says it all the time on the Holocaust. What's that? You're drinking drunkers drunkers ruin. <laughs> He also talks about, he also drinks really obscure energy drinks. Last week he had went to Sainsbury's and bought Pink Bolt, which is an energy drink that has all the benefits of Red Bull, but tastes like Jelly Babies. Oh, that sounds like I know. I I wanted to find a Sainsbury's and I don't live near one. Yes. Bits and PCs relevant stuff. I'm up to speed on the Walking Dead comic now. Awesome. Crackalacking. Very good. I'm quite surprised I've still not finished that story with Negan. Or Negan. How do you pronounce that? Negan. Negan. I pronounce it Negan. I haven't heard it said. That's why I like the TV show, because then they pronounce names and I know exactly how they're meant. 
And I said that exactly how Kev would have said it. Now he's walked out of the room. This is creepy. I've, I feel the need to fill a void. Sorry, I'm fetching out a coke. That's okay. Um, how do you pronounce it? Negan or Negan? Negan. How did, who, who did I agree with? Uh, neither of us. We both agreed with that. Oh, okay, that's fine then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But then what about Megan? Megan. It's not Megan. Oh, it's Megan then. I was called it Megan. So is it Negan or Negan? Megan. I don't know. Uh, in, in, t- in terms of PC gaming, uh, something I can say, uh, as a because you know, they often talk about their little project things, don't they? Uh, I had a project the other day where I set up my laptop just to get Steam trading cards. And I had this idea that I'd leave a game running every night when I went to bed. And when I wake up, I'd have all the available drops for that game sorted. So I could buy a game that cost me a pound, get three cards, and then work towards getting a new badge. And so as a result of that, I've completed about three or four badges recently. Which badges? Is bad- badges on the How Steam trading the Walking card. Dead? Was it all moved on? We've all moved on from The Walking Dead. Interesting. Why would anyone move on from The Walking Dead? Um, I don't know. I don't know. If we're talking about comics, which we, I know you know. We were, but we can go back to comics. I've um, comic. I just got um, volume four of Fables. Oh, yes. I'm really, really enjoying it. Mm. It's all your fault. You and the Wolf Among Us. Because <laughs> I'd only ever read the first couple of issues. Me and that Wolf Among Us. But I've now bought four volumes dog. of it. He know, he's on to you. He knows you're a wolf and it's not a sheepdog. It's a good comic, isn't it? Oh, it really is. There's, um, Does it ever get rubbish? Because I want to stop buying it. Quite there, there are some... There are some. What it does well is by not having one massive long story. Like that. I think that's the Walking Dead's problem. Is I think Walking Dead would have been brilliant if it had left Rick's story behind at about episode f- issue fifty, maybe. Kind of after the prison, a little bit after the prison. If they had left Rick there for a bit hmm. and not kept insisting on taking him to see other areas that are just essentially there to be killed off, really, aren't they? Um, I would. I think I'd have been more invested. The last ten. I'm not really feeling it that much. They're good. I mean, they're still better than most, but it's nowhere near as good or effective as those early ones. And I can't help but think the TV series has affected it a little bit. They don't want to put in too many huge moments or kill off too many characters that are popular in the show. Like, do we think the characters that died in episode issue 100 would have died were the TV series had been more popular early on and looked like it was going to be last a long while? All right. Well, you took mm, this, do you? They had to mm. kill someone, and I think they had to kill someone. But you know, I think in the TV series, they probably want to kill him a bit sooner. I don't think they will. Yeah. No. no I, I, I think, think there'll be a few bits they'll miss out of the TV show. Um, pointing at one thing, uh, that I think they'll leave out because I just don't see how they do it. I, I think they'll keep it in. I genuinely think they'll keep that in. If they keep that in, I'll, I'll be really, you'd be impressed, wouldn't you? Well, he wears a hat all the time. Yeah, mm. so it's easy. It's just that's that, it's, it's harder that, to do. Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's that. It's that initial um, image was the thing in the comic books when that happened for the first time. I was genuinely like, I mean, to be fair, at that point, I was convinced that character may have been a zombie <laughs> because I yeah. thought, what? <laughs> but yeah, if you if, if you're ready, you know exactly what it is. If you don't, you've not spoiled anything, which is good. Um, in terms of Wolf Among Us, um, I don't know whether. It, uh, so, you, so you've read, obviously, so you know the, the one major rule about the Fables lifespan. Because that's covered quite heavily in two and three volumes. What, they mostly a long time? Mostly when they're on the farm issues, which may come into volume one, actually. The farm, where there's the revolution at the farm. Yeah. Uh, they, they t- Rose Red and Snow White have a discussion about uh, mortality. And there's a very salient piece of information in there that does explain 
a potential thing for the Wolf Among Us game because anybody who's played a Wolf Among Us game and read the books and knows that this is a prequel to the comics knows that something happens that can't happen. Oh, there's a few comments in there that have yeah. explained some things Which, to me. And this is the thing. They're not written after the game. The game was written knowing that in mind. Mm. But I would be interested to see whether that's how they're going to do it or whether there's a different way, whether there's something else to it. But I genuinely really want the storyline that's established in the comics to be how that gets resolved because I think that would be incredible. And it's really, I mean, it makes every bit of sense mm. for characters that are essentially fairy tale characters. It's brilliant. And it explains why some characters are more prominent than others as well. It's just, just exceptional. As, as a series of comic books, it's great. The, uh, the only one I've really not enjoyed hugely was the Snowfall collection, which was a limited edition release. I think it came as a, a hardback book. And it was basically Snow White had gone to speak to a sultan in a far off country. And. He would. Is that the one that's set before the main run? I believe it is. It's a lot of origin stories. And yeah. things. So you see Bigby when he was still in Fairytale Land and how he became the Big Bad Wolf. And there's all that kind of stuff. And some of them are really good and some of them are just not that good. <laughs> but that tends to happen with an anthology. You tend to get real standout bits and then some just filler. But on the whole, really good. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's good. Um, also, sticking with comics, I suppose. Uh, I've been reading uh, old Tintin books again. Racist most, <laughs> Well, I've got, obviously, because you know about my poster. Yeah. I've got the uh, poster for Tintin in Congo, which is the most... It's not necessarily racist. I mean, it is racist, it's just, but it's actually just the attitude of yeah, the, the Belgian. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a great scene in the book, which he basically gets on top of a rhino. I mean, he comes down from a tree, uses a drill, drills into the back of a rhino, shoves a stick of dynamite inside the rhino, and then moves that way while it explodes. And then another one, he kills a monkey, skins it, wears the skin, climbs a tree, and hits another monkey. <laughs> it's just it's just insane, the, the kind of technique that Tintin will go to to kill animals. But of course, it's that kind of hunting of game at that time was huge. It was yeah. colonial era. Uh, and it was incredibly relevant. The two I'm really interested in at the moment are Tintin and the Soviets, which I hadn't read before. And even if I had read, I wouldn't have understood quite what was being written in, in that book. No, Belgian no. Uh, but no it was Flemish. mostly because it was very very political it was based on Hergé had been to Russia and it was his experiences as well in the Soviet mm. Republic does anyone know it's Angry John's in the chat what's he got yeah. to say for himself he hello. said hello and uh, he um, Jojo the Monkey said will he do a 24 hour live show on his own <laughs> um, when their show reaches 100 and he said no chance he swore a bit as well but we'll do it should. I don't think John would do a 24-minute show on his own, to be honest, the way he was he standing this live, morning. does he? He doesn't do live. No. He is massively hungover today, bless him. I, I can't wait to listen to this show. Yeah, he was saying, oh, it's an awful show. I'm hungover. I've got a splitting headache. I'm really angry and all of this. Thinking, <laughs> it just sounds like a recipe for the best ever bits and pieces. Just, just reading his lovely comment. We're back in some nice things. F you all. F you all. That's, that's all I have, I have to, to say. say. We love you, John. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should just drive here. Are you in Peterborough at the moment? Drive here. Come and sit in that chair there and just chat with us for the rest of the day. See the show out with us. Yeah, we've only gotten... What is it? Where's my Eight time? Hours. It's not no, even... seven hours, 45 minutes. We've got seven hours, 45 minutes and seven just seconds. Seven. You were out by seven seconds. Yeah, I'm right you around. damn loser. Right everything. You are around. Exactly. Yeah. Um, John, give us something else to talk about. It's your show. Any projects at the moment? Um, well, I'm doing a quite a long podcast that I'm trying to get working. Yeah, I'm doing a project for uh, trying to figure out how to get a uh, Wii U and an Xbox One <laughs> just to complete the uh, the Quinn. I have vector. got a project actually. 
And this is something that some of you nerds might know how to help me with. I've got a pair of Incredible Hulk lounge pants, and they are a size XXL. Don't know what my dad's trying to say, but they probably will fit. Um, but they were given to me as a Christmas gift, and they've still got the security tag attached. Now, looking at where that... This is the, the haberdashery podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it is, okay, yeah. Okay, just checking. Um, it looks like it's attached on the seam. Now, I'm thinking, if I unpick that seam, am I going to be able to stitch that back and make That's it look like it never happened? That's going to over your clothes, isn't it? Is that what happens? Yes. They're full of dye. Are they full of dye? Well, they used to be. So how do you get them off, then? Uh, the magnet. Do I? Can I use any magnet? I don't know. I've got some of those little magnetic ladybirds that came in one of the kids' Christmas stockings. Do you reckon that'll do the job? Why are they full of dye? That's monstrous. To stop people stealing clothes. What if I cut around it? And then, so if I cut up the seam, look where it is. Bouncy, look where it is. Look, this is important. If I cut up that seam... Am I going to be able to repair it so it looks like? I'm pretty sure they're meant to. Well, they're meant you to could, be tampered. Or you could just take it to the supermarket where you bought it from. I didn't buy it. Video. It was a gift. That will come off at most supermarkets. What if I have it inside what, my what, coat when I'm at now. the till and I just do no, it myself? You just take it up to the customer service and just go. I've just bought this. They haven't taken the tag out of it. You morons! But I didn't buy it. It was a gift. No, but look, uh, where's it from? I don't know. What's the tag? Tesco. Tesco, Tesco yeah, it's Tesco. Just take it to Tesco. So I'll take it straight away. You have, must have the receipt. No, you don't even need the receipt. You've got. He the hasn't got the receipt. He, um... All you do when you walk in, you just have it in your hand. If anybody questions you, you say, "Look at CCTV." I walked in with it. They probably don't even sell that anymore. It was on sale. If they haven't got it, the PLU number won't be on the system. They'll know that they haven't got it on stock. You the can't what stock now? Something. PLU number. a specific number to the product I can't remember what it sounds for interesting but um, yeah they use on delis a lot where you have each of the meats and cheeses has normally a three digit number and you type that in and it knows where to go um, so yeah Gubbins is saying it's your dad a shoplifter yes but we know yes, for well he's not because he just well, we basically don't know for a fact. well she could be because he could just have scraped a shelf off <laughs> to a trolley as we walk past the toy section Kev realised that pretty much every present for each other was from a, very, for a certain shelf yeah. it was <laughs> there was there was two separate areas of the shop that covered the presents that two of the, ki- the two of the kids got um, just one of each item that was on the shelf he's just basically gone along one of them one of them one of them one of them it was brilliant the man's a shopping legend I think John's suggesting you just rip them like the Incredible Hulk and they should just go back together <laughs> I've been awake for what 32 hours now 31 hours I haven't got the strength to rip anything I can't even open a bag of crisps. If I dropped them on your child, your child was stuck underneath them, you'd rip them out with <laughs> the adrenaline. That Not under get. the trousers! Yeah. PLU was price lookup number. Ah. That was it. You're not just full of sugar, are you? No. And all the there's there's and UPC, all which is stuff. unique product code. That's the your barcode. UPVC? UPC is unique product code. That's and there's PLU, amazing. which is your specific one. Then you've got... Um, Oh, I forget there's loads there's loads of different ones depending on different countries but yeah the insight into PC world of uh, talking of projects and UPVC yeah um, not quite related but I had my cavity walls done it's bloody warm in here now it's very warm in here it's making me smell I had cavity walls it's bad Cavity walls and locked insulation. Stop opening your cavity walls because we can smell your cavity walls Um, Jojo the monkey is saying if we just started at one o'clock yesterday we'd have finished by now if we'd Quiet started you. last week, we'd have finished then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that doesn't help in any way, shape, or form. 
Yeah. It just made the night time really, really, really hard to get through. Oh, yeah, the night, t- the night was hard enough as it was. Yeah, I'm fine now. I could carry on through until about midnight. No issues. I'm not carrying through till midnight. I've got a bike to get home. You've got a what? I've got a bike being delivered to your house, and I'm getting in the car with the bike and taking it back to my house. Your what? <laughs> Explain that one again. How am I supposed to fit in this car with a bike? I think it's going to go on the back in a bike rack. Right, okay. What bike is being delivered here? On a Sunday. Are these by the same person? My, my my family are giving me a bike. Right. So they are driving over here with the bike. All right. Picking Do they know me you're up. a chunky fella? My mum knows who I am, yes. What use is a bicycle to you? It's probably <laughs> built for two. It felt my legs. Yeah, they were eerily muscular. I've lost a lot of weight in the last six months. In your arms? I haven't. I haven't masturbated for seven years. Seven and a half which uh, people keep telling me is not a healthy thing. But for me, I'm saving a fortune on Kleenex, apparently. Nice. It's a good thing. There was a, 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 you know, Amazon reviews. Did they ever cover Amazon reviews on bits and pieces? I'm sure I've heard them do a funny Amazon review once. Go on, then. Uh, let me see if I can bring it up so I can read the exact one. You talk amongst yourselves for a second. Um, but it's basically for Kleenex. And it is hilarious. Um, there we go. It's up already. How quick is that? Think. Right, so this is a review for Kleenex facial tissue. Uh, um, it's called A Mother's Struggle. Uh, this was told to me by Dr. Hamhock. I want to start this off by thanking Kleenex for selling these in 36 packs. I've put it on subscription, and if they want to start selling a 72-pack, sign me up. I have three reasons for needing this much Kleenex, and their names are Liam, Samuel, and Hank. This is how it goes in the house. First the Kleenex disappears, then the toilet paper, then they go for fabrics, and you don't want it to get there unless you're ready to invest in a five-gallon drum of Febreze. This used to be a good Christian home, but it's not about moral judgment anymore, and way beyond that, I'm in survival mode. If I don't supply absorbent paper products, I'm going to find my dish towels hidden in the basement, stiff as aluminum. The other day, I almost cut my hand on a sock. I'm sorry to speak so frankly, but with three teenage boys, a woman has to be practical. The funny part is they think they're being sneaky with their 45-minute showers and a sudden need for privacy as if I'm going to walk in on them journaling. They slink around the house like unfixed cats while I announce my location at all times. No one needs to ask me to knock anymore. A knock on the walls are practically wear a cowbell. I'm not looking to catch anyone by surprise, believe me. I'm just trying to get through this. The other day, my husband was watching me unload the gro- groceries and he asked me all sweetness and light. Honey... What are you doing with all that Kleenex? I almost knocked him off his chair. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. I mean, I know most of them are just people have made them up, but I did think that was... I love the... I almost kept my hand on a sock. <laughs> it's possibly the sinister thing I've ever heard. Do I have to call you on saying aluminum there? I'm not really comfortable. It was an American that. review. That's you didn't do an American accent, though, did you? No, because I'm not American. Well, why did but you I say that? I pronounced all the words as she would have said them. Also, I'd have said colour instead of colour. <laughs> You've just said the same word twice, though. No. Colour. <laughs> Color doesn't have a U in America, does it? Your face doesn't have a U. Technicolor. They were still the same word. You just said color twice. Color, no. color, color, color. But I'll say it four different ways. Color, 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 color. Color, 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 chameleon. Stole my joke. You come in socks. I cut my hand. Ellie red tinting. Yet Unity included offside problems. As Steve drives far, going home, joining Kev laughing. Zoo x-rays come varying, but not Minecraft. Steve can't drive. Factual accuracy yeah. disqualified. Oh, 
Who's winning on the poem alert? Thing? Matt Seven, isn't Matt it? Seven. Are those Sam Dykes and um, the other one? What's his name? Tree. Jerry just said, oh, God. Tree something. This might be appropriate for bits and pieces, as this is... Um, Poetry. Uh, John is uh, yeah. not We're understanding what's going on. We're giving uh, keyboard, John. It is. It's a strike-free um, gaming keyboard. In yeah, a Mad Cat sort. £100 worth of keyboardy goodness. And we're giving Decision that away. We're giving it away thusly. You uh, have to write a poem using each num- letter on the keyboard in sequential order as from the first M. letter of the word from Q to M, 26-word poem. Like a quiet, windy, erotic... I'm not... I'm not, I'm not <laughs> see, see, Woody, no, we, we, would like, we would like you to be able to go in, but we're not going to say the R word. No. Tickle, fine. Squashing, fine. In-out pull, that's all fine. No meatballs is good, but... The swear word at the end is, is unnecessary punctuation. I know John's in the room, and that for him is the only punctuation, but that's, that's irrelevant. Um, so, what else? what else? Anybody building anything at the moment? You've had a comfortable conversation. What about you? I'm growing a beard. I always update my axle at all situation when I'm, when I'm on this show. Um, I'm getting him a new pump. We had a theory about you and axolotls. We did. Wherever. I heard you say that I, I regrow with them or something. Yeah, you, you yeah when you went it. to wash your hands last night yeah, because you drummed on I yourself. Was, I was there, <laughs> listening to you, you were, talk. We were wearing headphones, you couldn't hear us. Oh, right, okay, well I was there, I could hear we you. We were talking to the internet, not you. Yeah, well no, I was there though. I witnessed that. You said that my limbs regrow because I eat so many axolotls. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, that's good. Oh, Woody says, I'm sorry, forgive me please. We forgive you. Can just I just point uh, out... <clears throat> Their show is finally ready to go on. Excellent. So this is um, 133 minutes. What's that? Mm. Two and a quarter hours. So we are going to be back on. um, Oh, Jesus. We're going to be back on about 3.40-ish. Does that sound about right? At which point, the semi-finals of the best game of the generation will already be up and running. We'll then run through the rest of our review of the year and get ready to announce the the winner in the final before 9 o'clock. So... Obviously, stay tuned. Listen to bits and pieces. Make their wonderful contribution towards uh, towards our twenty four hour live show. Um, while we go and march around the garden and try and, and stay chat awake for a few and more chat, hours, yeah. um, we will be monitoring the poems as well. Uh, there is a new one coming. Quoting weird entertainment really talks, yielding underlining ideas of power. Awesome, Steve does funny gamerique um, jokes. Uh, happy jokes Kev like zany xylophone creations verified by nice men uh, all very good what we'll do is um, we'll keep following them and uh, you'll write them down on your notepad I will just follow them and if anything comes up better than what we've already seen you'll then it'll be pause things. on their show and just interrupt them just jump in no I may also in. every now and then turn the microphone on just start doing this in the background and when John plays it back he's like who's playing with sweet rappers while we record I didn't hear that just, just to get the clock into trouble should we let him get on with it yeah, let's let him get on with it. See Over to you, John. You guys will be in the chat. Well, some of us will. Hello and welcome to 
what I guess is seven, episode 77 of the Mature Gamer Podcast, Bits and PCs. This was supposed to be specially commissioned for the live show, but um, uh, I don't think it's been properly prepared, and we can't do it live with Kevin and Steve, so frankly, I'm not entirely sure what the point is. Anyway, it gets out of the way for a week, so uh, yeah, enjoy. Um, with me today, and it's fucking early. Oh, sorry, yeah, um, just say we're not supposed to be swearing, because <laughs> um, it's going may possibly be going out at daytime um so um just an advance warning if you see my lips move there's probably going to be a swear word so um um yeah make sure your family are aware of this and frankly if you're listening to this rubbish with your family you need your head feeling anyway with me today this morning is vimesy hello beastie yo yep yoda Good morning. There's a bit of a delay there, mate. And uh, Clarkers. <coughs> morning. Uh, I just just discovered that Clarkie's... We're full of cheer this morning, aren't we? Clarkie's on good form in the morning, much more so than the evening, so we might have to change the recording date. Uh, I won't tell you what he said because it's wildly inappropriate, but uh, involved Emma Watson in school <laughs> school uniform. Oh, Jesus Christ, um... I'll pin that one on me. <laughs> For all those of you that haven't listened to us before, on the assumption that this gets slotted into Kevin Steve's 24-hour thing, we are Bits and PCs, and we set out to talk about PCs. Uh, but that seems to have been a little bit diluted uh, of late. And um, I suspect, looking through the list of things we're going to be talking about, there seems to be, I suspect we're going to be talking a lot about the PS4. Um, but uh, anyway... Um, yeah, my I'm UK for home of the forums, also known as Angry John, but that's just a you know that doesn't really make any sense. Even though I have got a massive hangover this morning, so uh, you might get a little bit of um, anger. Uh, can I put some personal traits to the rest of the guys? Uh, yeah, beastie, beastie. Well, he's a bit of a miserable old sod, but I love him. He's a good lad. Uh, Yoda, I don't really know. Um, but like, well, it's a bit of a Muppet, very much like Yoda. <laughs> um, Clarky, well. Ooh, for fuck's sake, here we go. He's, well, Beep. He, <laughs> Clarky, like, Clarky, Clarky likes camping and the company of male friends. Let's put it that way. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> Is that not true? Is that not true? Do you like camping and the company of your male friend when you're camping? Uh, yeah, but there we go. That's, the, I, that's, uh, I didn't say anything that was not in the context that you're implying. I didn't imply anything, mate. It's your brain oh, that went to some kind of insinuation. Anyway, so that's Clarky, aka Brokeback, and uh, our very own uh, middle-aged, well, midlife gamer, if you'd call it. Uh, we've got Vimesy. <laughs> Hello. Who moonlights here, um, away from what he'd rather be doing, which is listening to uh, two other, other podcasts, people on the podcast. Yeah. The anyway, um, I'm in a bad mood because I don't think we should be doing this at 10 o'clock in the morning when it's not going live and hasn't got the Kevin Steve involved, but um, uh, let's, let's not stop that for moving on. And Vimesy, what have you been playing this week? Oh, hello. Um, all PC stuff this week. I know, the amazement is just universal. Um, Broken Sword 5 came out. Uh, this is the one that uh, I kick-started, oh, God, a year and a half ago. Um, and this is the latest in the series of adventure games that, surprisingly enough, started with Broken Sword 1, then went to 2, then 3, then 
4, and now we're on Broken Sword 5. And I played that. Um, it's a bit weird because they've split it into two. So the first half came out a couple of weeks ago. The next one's due out, I think, mid-January. And it's very good. It is... Um, it's exactly what you expect from Broken Sword, really. 2D side sort of point-and-click adventure series. Um, very, very reminiscent of the old one. So if you're a fan of the series like I am, then it's just perfect. It's just um, echoes all the stuff from from yesteryear. So it's it's got the, the the same characters in it. It's got cameos from all the old um, the older games. Uh, puzzles are a little bit simplistic, uh, but the humour is still there. The writing's still good. Um, yeah, so there's that. Anybody want to question me about it? Because it's good. Is it? Is it? Um, is it fun? Of course, it's fun. It's Broken Sword. Okay. It's Charles Cecil who directs it. So it's um, yeah, it's good fun. It's the, the the plot is about as daft as ever. Some of the puzzles are. It's not as convoluted as some of the earlier Broken Sword games. It doesn't get. It's certainly nowhere near like Discworld. Um, adventure games where it was kind of how to make dribbly beeswax and stuff it's uh, it, the puzzles are much more simplistic you, you probably won't get stuck anywhere along this so if you, even if you've not played an adventure game before um it's quite an easy one to get started with i reckon um the story is just the usual kind of broken sword secret cults and religious uh, backstory and stuff so yeah it's 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 basically like playing <sighs> Broken Sword one or two again, but with different puzzles in it. Does it have a catchy uh, reggae single in it? No, there's no catchy reggae single in it. Sorry, it's oh, not that it I've is... come across yet. There might be one waiting for us around the corner in part two. Is there meant to be one? No, there was in the second one though, wasn't mm. there? Mm. So um, yeah, it's good. It's very good. Um, Are you going to buy it on the Vita? I was I was seeing about the other because while I was waiting for Broken Sword Five to come out, I went and bought um, Broken Sword One and Two on Android. Uh, considering I already have them on iOS and I already have them on PC, um, it was a bit of a bit of a luxury. But um, yeah, it's uh, the Vita version. I'd highly recommend people go and get. They normally do the interfaces really well. So when I was playing Broken Swords 1 and 2 on, on iOS and, and on the Android, the, the interfaces are really good. It works very, very well. So I wouldn't have any any problems with picking it up on Vita. It's not the control mechanism isn't going to make much of a difference in it. So uh, if you haven't, if you don't want to run it on PC, if you want to stick it on Vita, go stick it on Vita because it's well worth it. Um, so, yeah, played that. Um, and then I picked up a game called Rust. Uh, has anyone played Rust or heard of Rust? Yes, but you, you know exactly what I'm going to be. You know exactly what I'm going to say. I know exactly what you're going to be jumping on this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Rust, Rust is Rust is uh, um, what is Rust? It's in. It's another one of these bloody paid alpha games that I get sucked into buying uh, almost every week. Um, so this is uh, Minecraft cross with Daisy uh, is the best way of describing it. So it's um, you play on a server of about 100 and whatever it is, 140 odd people, 150 people, whatever it is. Um, and there are resources scattered around. You don't do any mining like in Minecraft. Um, the graphical style is fairly realistic. They've gone for it. It's not a Minecraft graphical style. Um, but 
in essence, what you do is you go around. There are trees and log piles that you can gather wood from. There are rocks that you can mine for um, a bit like in an MMO where you walk up to a rock and you kind of um, axe it for a little while and get some resources. So you might get copper, you might get um, stone, you might get whatever. And then you can use those things to craft stuff. So you might craft an axe, you might craft a, an AK-47, you may craft um, uh, walls or uh, boxes or sleeping bags or what, whatever. You have to go hunting to get food. You have a kind of daisy element there where you have uh, uh, your life bar is connected to how hungry you are, which is connected to how cold you are and all this sort of thing. Uh, fairly simplistic, though, much more simplistic than daisy is. Um, the map itself, you'll have areas where there are zombie concentrations. So there'll be little towns or rad towns because they're irradiated. Um, so if you go near them, your, your rad count starts going up. So you have to get yourself kitted out with anti-radiation gear before we can go into them and things. Um and you effectively go hunting for the things you need to survive. Um, now, the problem with this is the first server I went into was their stress test server, which meant there were something like 256 people on a server, and there was nowhere, <laughs> nowhere near enough resources to go around, um, which meant that you kind of there was you could just see people running around within a hundred meter radius of you, just bashing people each other over the head with rocks um <laughs> just because that was all you could do because there were so few oh, no. resources um it, it worked quite well actually um and the next server i went into uh very very welcoming um it was a a, a, a non-pvp server so only pv which kind of defeats the object really of this type of game because you're not allowed to sort of kill your fellow uh players which well, I guess it's a bit. Is it meant to be more about co- cooperation, building a, a place it to is. live? And... But unfortunately, the guy who's running, it, I think, got a little bit carried away because he's. You know, I started. And I'm, you know, you start off with nothing but a rock in your hand, basically, and you hit stones to get stones, and you hit trees to get wood, and you build stuff from that, um, and you, you go hunting. But you know, the way to get food is you see a pig. And you run after it with your, this is going to sound so wrong for 10 in the morning, but you run after it with your rock in your hand and you bash the pig with your rock until it dies. And then you gather up its resources, for want of a better term, which always seems to be chicken breast, which is a bit odd. (laughs) (laughs) They've clearly applied the MMO rules of loot. Exactly. So you end up, you know, you get from from the pig, you get things like cloth and chicken breast. Um... But then you can cook that over a campfire to make it edible, blah, blah, blah. But a standard sort of uh, very Minecrafty in that, that regard. But the way it deals with the crafting and the looting is very Minecrafty. And they try to incorporate that into a kind of daisy world. Doesn't, it probably doesn't, I haven't gone into the right server for it to be, for me to be able to give a decent judgment on this. The, the server I'm in at the moment is lovely. The guys are all very friendly, but within five minutes of me spawning, he'd given me like a pistol and 50 rounds. He'd given me, um, a bag, it given me um, loads of metal parts to sort of go and start crafting. Um, and then they put airdrops in. So normally on a server, once a day, there's an airdrop where there'll be rare resources, if you like, dropped into the server. And if you think you're hard enough, you can go and try and get hold of those resources. But obviously, bearing in mind, you're competing with whoever else might be on the server. Um, but in this server, because it's all friendly and there was only about seven of us on at the time 
um, it just got to kind of share that equally. But what that meant was I've now got on this server a huge fortress, all, all the stuff that I could ever possibly want. There's no real need for me to go out and risk anything, getting anything. And even if I, I've got nothing to risk because I kind of have everything. So while it's let me learn the game a little bit and how it works and what I can build and what's useful for what, I'm going to have to go and actually go into a PvP server because that's where the fun's going to lie. That bit about do I trust my neighbours? Where am I going to put, you know, I'm competing for the same resources as my neighbours are. And that's where it's going to get fun. So, yeah, but um, it's in early access. I think it's about 15 quid. I don't know. I think it was in sale. I think you get it on the Humble Bundle some, um, as well for, for cheapsies. So, so how, how um, much did you pay for this? I think I paid 15 quid for it. And you could have got Daisy for I could have got Daisy, but I've... is is it more finished than Daisy? <laughs> uh, I'd say it's less broken. I wouldn't say it's more finished. Um, well, yeah. I, I don't know. Having not played the Daisy standalone, it's really difficult to say. Um, I really like the idea of Daisy. I cannot abide the way it feels when you're playing it, um, um, and that's more to do with my getting my head around the control mechanism, which I just think is overly convoluted. And I have the same thing with with, with armor generally. Um, I think if they made Daisy with a, a more simplistic control mechanism, similar to something like Battlefield or Call of Duty, a simple first-person, third-person control system, rather than all these nine different versions of stances and inventory systems that are muddled up, then I might be more interested. Um, from what John was saying last week, it does seem like they've streamlined it slightly, especially with the inventory systems and such forth. So I think when Daisy becomes a little bit more stable and people are sort of saying yeah it's worth your money every review i've read of it so far says it's not worth your money yet but it's got obviously still got the potential to be good and in which case i might go into it um again but for a laugh for fun i'm very interested to see where the pvp goes i like the crafty mechanic of the kind of the way um the way that uh it's kind of minecraftian it's not even a word uh it's good fun it's good fun but i just need to go into a decent server and see if we can maybe get some people off the forum i think a few people on the forum have got it now so we'll try and go into another forum and and gang up against the rest of them um so yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun um so that's russ did you want to do want to talk about daisy at all john at this point or do you want to just crack on um i haven't really played it not a huge amount i know there's a lot of people take picking it up on on the forums and starting to play it. I just, I haven't really had any time to play it after, since we've, since we spoke about it earlier in the week. Um, mm. still broken as fuck. It's still what you should be putting your money, your money into rather than messing around <laughs> with this. He's got enough money. I think he's got, you know, I already bought <laughs> armor two and whatever to purely to play the Daisy modern stuff. And, you know, he sounds like he's, he's not done bad yet. I think it's like 200 people stump up cash for it already. 200,000 people, sorry, stump up cash for it already. So I don't think he needs my money. And also the way I feel about it at the moment, he I'd rather wait money. for it to be a more finished. Yeah, he needs more money. I think I'd rather it be a more finished version. So it won't put me off so much when I go into it eventually. It needs to yeah, be. that's kind of that's kind of where I am with it. And until someone says, "Oh, hang on, it's it's playing really well and it's really smooth," I'm kind of loath to drop money on the alpha build or whatever it, yeah. the stage they're at now. I think, well, you talk, how about you make it and then I'll then I'll invest. Thank you. That's kind of how I feel at the moment. But yeah. maybe I'm being unfair. Yeah, pretty much. So that's for us. Unless anybody wants wants to quiz me about that again. Um, 
and the last game uh, I picked up in the Steam sale. Uh, surprise, surprise, uh, for, for cheapsies. Um, it's a game called Insurgency. Um, you may have heard of this. It's, I saw you've uh, done a video on this. Didn't watch it. I, I did. Thanks for the plug. It's uh, Vimes74 on YouTube if you want to check it out. Uh, so this is this is Insurgency. This is based on a, an original Insurgency mod for the Source Engine. Um, effectively, it's Counter-Strike in the Middle East, uh, in, in kind of Afghanistani kind of um, environments. It's it's like a hardcore... It's like playing Battlefield in hardcore in a Counter-Strike type world. You have two teams, uh, normally vaguely asymmetric maps, um, spawn at one end of the map, and you the, 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 the modes I've played so far have basically been conquest or domination type things. Um, but it's there's no aiming reticle, there's no um, there's no kind of little flashing red beacon over your enemy's heads. You can't spot anybody. Um, you have to, you know, the friendly fire is on, so you will always get somebody killing somebody on your own team just through not being able to recognise whether they're wearing insurgents outfit or whether they're wearing security forces gear. Uh, it's, you know, you'll die in a few shots. Um, doesn't, you know, it's not like a bullet soak or anything like that. It can get quite tactical and very, really quite tense at times. Um, it's like I say, similar to Counter-Strike in that style, you can see it's a source engine um, straight away. Yeah, it's kind of looking a little bit dated now. I don't know if it looks at like some screenshots of it. It does kind of look dated. It it reminds me a lot of Dare Defeat, um, if anybody played that version. Yeah, yeah. Of, well, the source um, version. Yeah. It, yeah. it does remind me a lot of that. In it's, it's a much more hardcore military. Not Sim's the wrong word, but... I say it kind of reminds me of playing paintball very much in that sense of you start off in a group, you all rush out to try and get to the various objectives before the other team do. Um, and then it becomes a kind of stalky, stalky game. If you run, you'll die. Um, it's it's much, it's lots of checking your corners. And what you tend to find is quite, which I quite like about it, people do tend to fall into a more cautious way of playing so you will get people lining up behind each other in in you know not bunching up uh like if you <laughs> play battlefield uh the way i get most of my kills is lobbing grenades through doorways because there'll always be five people standing on the other side of the doorway all gathered around the same spot um and you'll see people in this game doing the completely opposite where they tend to space out quite a little bit more they're getting each other's line of fire and, and that's all done without comms really so it does tend to lend itself to that the the community so far has been really good. Um, and I was online yesterday, even spotted like a, a dead in one of the games who was chatting away to the people playing it. So there's obviously some good good involvement there. Um, it's behind the, it's the, the, some of the guys who are developing this also developed the Red Orchestra series. Um, so it's got a good heritage. Um, and Red Orchestra is actually what I'm downloading uh, at the moment because I'm going to try and get into that again. So, yeah, those are my three games. Um, so, yeah. I've looked at that. Looked at insurgency. I mean, what uh, what made you spend um, money on that? Even in the Steam sale, when you've got like things like Battlefield Four and whatnot, it doesn't look. Battlefield Four is broken on the PC. I'm not, I'm not even going to bother booting it up until someone tells me it's fixed. It's because not that every time I played, it. hey, it's not that broken. What's that? It's pretty broken. Every time I've played Battlefield 4 on the PC, I've either had it crash to desktop 
before the round is finished. I've had that infinite sound loop bug, which apparently is fixed now, but I've had um, massive rubber banding. I've, I've never played a, a game of Battlefield 4 where I've been happy with how it's played. Um, <clears throat> so it's broken. So I'm not booting that up until, until they've, they've kind of fixed as much as they can on that. Um, the, I haven't really got many other first-person shooters on there that are similar to that. I've got Counter-Strike, but I didn't... I think they got a bit lazy with Counter-Strike, but I do intend to try it again to see if they've, they've changed anything since I played it at launch. Um, and this was, I think it was £3.74 or something ridiculous. And I've certainly had my money's worth out of that. I think I played it for about three or four hours yesterday. Um, and just I just really enjoyed it. It was good fun. Um, and I liked, I liked kind of the hardcore element to it. I like the fact that it's small... So the rounds don't tend to last more than five or ten minutes, but they are fairly tense affairs when you're in them. You know, you don't immediately respawn as soon as you get killed. So there is an element of risk there. So it's not permadeath for the entire round. You don't get shot and then have to sit out for the entire five, ten minutes duration. But it's, you know, a good a good while sometimes before you can get into it. So, um, you know, I, I just... It was cheap. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Like a like a cheap date. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Well done. Nice. Uh Beasters, what have you been up to? Have you bought Daisy yet? Um No. Did you play the more um, Daisy? You must remember the fun I had trying to get it working. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you ever get it working? No. no oh well you don't need to worry about no. it now, it's it's standalone. Exactly. So I will wait for them to finish the game and oh, then I'll right. uh, okay. take it. I, honestly, I just I until there's confirmation that the game's working smoothly enough that I'm not going to get irritated. I'm not. I'm like I'm. I'll, I'll be short tempered about it. And if it's not playing very well, if it's buggy, I just won't play it. And then it's not. Jimmy, it will be hard for me to come back. You know what it's like. Yeah. Um, so I know that you're really into it and everything, but at the uh... moment, until they kind of say it's working well. I feel that I'll be frustrated enough that I won't want to try it when it is fixed. Am I really into it? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, at the moment, it's lacking everything that I really liked about the mod. Um, like it's helicopters just, just, and guns. So, uh... I was going to ask you this. I can't remember if I asked on the last show. Is the, the, the mod still working? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, so you could just play the mod, I guess. Um, yeah, but it's dead to me now. Not interested. <laughs> um, well, it's yeah, you know, it's got to be, got to move on, mate. Got to move on <laughs> to the alpha version of the finished game. Yeah, um, no, I mean, they, you know, Daisy. I really enjoyed the mods, the various different mods, but you know, I don't know, just move on. I've, I've done them to death, to be honest. So. Oh no, I, I don't, don't disagree with that. Well, it's it's interesting we're kind of talking about uh, um, Daisy, and then uh, it's obviously it's, it's kind of resurgence of the alpha comes out. This kind of leads into kind of the games I've been playing at the moment. I am going definitely through a bit of a lull with games. I'm really struggling to either find a game that's interesting or um, find a game that is is new. Um, and it's kind of why my list is a little bit sporadic really this week um i fancy trying something else something else out and 
the Steam sale had, had nothing for me so far that I either didn't own or wasn't interested in. Um, so I said I'll try the free game, Path of Exile. And I can't remember if any of us have played this before. Yeah, well, I I, I, yeah. I've dabbled with it a little bit. I mean, when I'm, I was looking for I it, when I played playing Diablo and wanted a different fix. Yeah, I thought I sort of thought that was the case. Um, it's quite, uh, it's quite, a, it's, it's got that kind of very that gloomy Diablo look to it. If that makes sense, that kind of bleak um, style to it. Um, it's very, I found it very, very difficult early, early on. I, not difficult. I didn't die or anything, but it, I just was smashing through potions trying to survive hitting mobs very, very bad. And I found the interface a little bit not very clear what we're going to do. And then you get to that skill tree thing, which is just... Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's brilliant, isn't it? I don't say brilliant would be the word I go for, but certainly daunting as I was having to scroll. Bear in mind, my, my monitor is huge and I'm still having to scroll around to see the other sides yeah, of the like skill tree. it's like the night tree. sky, mate. Oh, it's just nuts. Um, I can't work out whether this... I can't work out how they're monetizing this game. I don't know if I missed something there, if there's some kind of cheaty, cheaty way of doing it. Um, but I was just kind of going through just smashing mobs and very slowly improving gear that tend to make my character look more silly than good. Um, it's, it's, I guess in a world, if you can't afford Diablo 3, if you can't afford Torchlight or Torchlight 2, I see this as probably a void kind of filler. But then again, I don't know. I think it's a uh, okay. It's, it's obviously a kind of Diablo clone. Um, yes, but I think it has. You know, I haven't played it for as long as I played Diablo Four, but that's purely just because it's it's me here, and I tend to play games for about five hours and move on. But um, it's, <clears throat> I think it's on a par. So it's not. It doesn't quite have the polish of Diablo. Um, and I haven't gone far enough into Diablo's endgame to be able to put any comment on that. John might be able to a bit more, but um, I think it's a very good claim. Um, the skill tree is, is interesting. It gives you, you know, it doesn't limit you into what you can do. So if you specify a particular class, you don't have to stick to that class. You could tilt it slightly towards more one than the other. Um, and it does what it does very well. I'm, I'm still not quite sure, like you said, about how they're monetizing this because I haven't spent a penny on it yet. And I don't know whether it's just cosmetic stuff or whether it's whether they're going to do content packs. But there seems to be an awful lot of content there already. Um, mm, yeah, well, I've yeah, not nothing seemed to be. Nothing seems to be. I mean, I need to give it more time to it. I haven't put a great deal of time into it, but maybe they'll come become apparent. But certainly initially, apart from being quite weak early on, but we're into one for the first kind of about 20 minutes, then it's. Since you start getting spells, which doesn't tell you how to use properly, um, <laughs> you go, okay, this is fine. I can probably survive this. It's just, it's one of those kind of games that your health gen regen and mana regen is quite slow. So I was like, right, okay, that doesn't, when I'm out of combat, just regen it. Why would I want to wait for my mana to be regen? And I guess there's some kind of mechanic there, but I just find it frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it does feel very much like Diablo, it like more Diablo, Diablo than. Um, torchlight, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not quite sure whether it's worth me reinstalling Diablo just to kind of get those kind of fixes, or just give it a go. I'll give it. I'll give it more time. I think I'll give it a little bit more, a bit more attention. Um, but yeah, I'll have. I'm keeping an eye on that. But if anyone's got any um, 
any thoughts and I'd be interested in it because I don't know if it's well, worth I, I saw you on persevering. It, I saw you on yesterday morning, so we'll have to get a game on at some point and see. see yeah, yeah absolutely. Out. Yes, yes. Um, I'll quickly move to the next couple of games. I'm still continuing to play Fifth 14. It's a stage where I'm being stupid enough that I can't be bothered to take the disc out to put Marvel Lego in, so I can try that. Um, you got that on the PS4? Yeah. See, I've yeah. got it on the Xbox, and I, I, one part of me makes makes me think, well, maybe I should get it on the PS4 as well. But I'm not sure I can be asked, truth be told. Well, it's, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I got mine from Zavix. It was quite cheap, that relatively cheap. Um, compared to those like thirty three pounds or something, because um, one of the things I'm struggling is, is still the prices of the PS4 games. I guess it's the Xbox One games as well are really high. They're really expensive, so I kind of loathe to spend money. It's quite amusing when you're talking about buying games on the Steam sale for three pound seventy four or whatever. Yeah, and then you've got a fifty five pound game which you know is probably going to have six hours of gameplay in it or whatever else. Yeah, but. I know. Um, so, yeah, I've been cracking on my FIFA 14, just kind of going through the league. I'm on my second season, and I have to say that for some reason or another, I'm going through a low one, finding it really hard to score goals, and I don't know what, why that's the case. I'm fucking useless at the game. I, I've been playing football games for many years. I just don't understand why opponents just dance around me. I, it, I just can't do what other people seem to be able to do on this. What modes are you playing on? Uh, well, I can't even find the fucking online multiplayer. I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm not sure what that. I'm not sure what that is. I mean, I'm playing just playing career. Yeah, I'm just, just playing career and professional. Yeah. Making city. Suck. Are you being? Are you being both being pros or are you managers? There's no be a pro mode, is there on the next gen? There is. There is. What's missing? Yeah. What's What's missing then? I, I I know that something's missing uh, from the next gen. Um, well, I can't read that wrong. No, I, 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 I've heard something about something being missing, but I can't work out what it is, to be honest, because I only I play 99% career mode, and that's pretty much in, from that point of view, it's uh, exactly the same. Uh, I've not noticed any differences. Um, the only well, differences I can't think found, of anything. No, I can't. But the only thing that I've noticed is that, for some reason or other, in my second season, even though I've got spent money on better players, I'm really struggling to score goals, and I think it's... I don't know if it's just it's it's like the game's got better at stopping me scoring if that makes sense. Um, I very much doubt that's the case, but it's ugh, very frustrating. Are you able Getting, like, to 20, dance? 23 able shots to, on target. Are you able to dance around other people? Because I just can can admit, I can just can't get my head around it. Um. Yes, to an extent. I mean, how do you do it? Just tell me, I'm, I'm seriously, what buttons do you press? Because like, it's doing my head in. I I tend to do it more with I'm just. Um, just analog stick and controlling sprinting and using the R stick to knock the ball forward. You know, if you use the the, the right R three, whatever it is, if you um, the right analog stick, if you just knock it in a direction, it will kick the ball in that direction, so you can yeah. come on onto it more, a little bit faster. That's what I tend to use. I don't tend to use any of the tricks because I find most of the tricks a bit like <clears throat> a bit like fighting games. And if you don't get them bang on, you just end up losing the ball. You just don't, you don't, it just doesn't work like you want to. It actually does more harm than good. So I try to keep it kind of simple, pass around, pass around people um, and try to use through ball, knock past players. Um, you're correct. And sometimes they can just seem to just tackle the ball off you. I do find it very frustrating when I've had all the possession, all the domination, yeah. and they run at my defence and I just can't stop them scoring. It's like, oh, this is so annoying. And it does tend to happen, I'm sure, that I've been trying to use a different defensive bun so I can find ways of doing it because I'm getting 
penalties against me, the keepers fouling their players. It's like, oh my god. Um, but it's for me. I keep it simple. I don't know, Yo, did I don't know what you what, where you are on that. But I'm I'm all about the simple um, dribbling. Um, on the the career mode, like the actual um, the club's management mode, I tend to I use tricks if um, the players have the right skill level. Um, so like for United, if you're using Rooney or City, if you're using David Silva. Um, you can get the tricks done and they are very effective of drawing the players completely um, to you so you can make space. Um, but I have been playing a lot of online clubs, um, being a pro mode online. Um, what is that? Because you keep getting talking about it. I don't really understand. My, you, my just have a character. you just have a character. You just have a, a pro. Yeah. Like your, your own little footballer character. Like an RPG. So do I play as a right midfielder or something, or what? Well, you can play wherever you want. You can change up every game. Um, the more time you put in, the better your stats get. Um, and we have found a way that almost guarantees us winning, and that's making a six-foot-seven striker and then just crossing it in. Oh, um, yeah, exploiting. Um, so, hang on. So there, are there, like, are we talking 11-a-side like there are 11 people per side actually playing, or are we talking this is 1v1 on the computer? No, you've there's got a you minimum of two players for the online clubs. Um, <clears throat> you can have 11. Right. Um, it does get very silly with 11 because you've got 11 people chasing after the ball. Keith, so, yeah, um, but I, I used to like that in the other FIFA ones because you could just <laughs> stand out the way and keep out of trouble. Uh, I keep meaning to pick FIFA up, but I'm just crap at it, so I need tutorials or something like that. Well, you should uh, pick it up and then come and play pro mode, because there's, um, there's a couple of us on. I know Mumbles plays it. I'm um, mm. trying to get more people from the forum um, in on it, because I think it will be fun. Um, if it goes cheap, I'll pick it up. <laughs> it will go cheap when the next year this comes out. And we all yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but I think I I do enjoy FIFA. Um, it's just a foot, another football game, but it's shiny because it's on the next gen console. It's definitely shinier. There's no doubt about that. Definitely shinier. I want to get that <laughs> NBA 2K14. I don't know oh, why. Yeah? I've got no interest in basketball, but I've heard it's good. And I see that on the Steam sale, it's, it's available shiny. on the PC for quite cheap. I don't know. Is that worth? Is that worth looking into? Do you think on the PC? I mean, I really want to play. I don't like basketball. I wouldn't. Um, I don't know. Well, no, it's supposed to be a, a great game. I don't know whether it's supposed to be great on the PC or not, but. Well, I presume you'd use your controller for PC, wouldn't you? Say again. I can't say you could play without a pad. No, yeah, I've got a pad. That's a bit, that'll be right. Yeah, you'd have to use, you'd have to use a pad for it. But, yeah, but it's like half the price, and presumably I'm going to get all the next gen graphics. But whether it's a piss poor console port, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, I, I, I understand that concern. Because you liked the demo, didn't you, Beastie? Or did you, you hated the the other demo? No, I the other demo was awful, just dreadful. Um, it's a good example about probably best not making a demo because you probably lose sales by that game being on a demo. Really? Um, it was, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, really, really bad. Um, but, um, 
yeah, I, I don't know about it. A lot of people recommend the 2K version. Um, but again, it's a basketball game. And since NBA Jam, no basketball game is really been that interesting to me, to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm going to swiftly move on. Um, I'm going to briefly mention WoW. I'm still kind of playing for reasons unknown. Um, it's ironically kind of got me back into playing Hearthstone again after having a little like a month break from playing it, um, which I've been really enjoying. The, the uh, kind of competitive games recently has been found it really. I've gone. I'm going quite. A, Quite a, I've mean, lost about a couple out of like 15, 16 games. So I'm kind of been mauling through that, which has been really good fun. Focusing a lot on Priest. Um, Shaman, they've improved a bit, who's really underpowered before, but it definitely feels a little bit more solid. Um, Hunter as well. Hunter decks going quite well. Very low, Lots of low-level monsters to kind of smash the opponents. But the question is, have you played Hearthstone yet, John? Yes, of course I have. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this, yeah. Well, actually, I did see you log in the other day, actually. Yeah. How do you get on with it? Um, for me, it's like an iPad game. It's something that I I, I, I pick up and uh, play it when I when I feel like it, but it's not something I'm going to sit there and think, oh, I've got some time in the afternoon to play on the on the game. I'm not going to play it. Um, I've played it more on the Mac, to be honest, just on my MacBook Air, just, you know, something shits yeah. on the TV. I'll have a quick game of that. I've, I've, I've only played one game against a random on the internet. Uh, and failed miserably. I, I like it's, it. Um, I like it, but I, if I'm honest with you, I, ha- I had, I ended up putting many, many hours into um, that half in. Oh, what is it? Might and Magic. Might and Magic. Magic. That I don't feel I want to put into um, into this one. So, which know. is baffling, really. Do you think there's just more depth to Might and Magic? No, I don't think there is, but um, I think there's a lot of depth. Um, In in what way? Too much storyline or something? No, just the we've talked, we spoke (laughs) about it, talked about this. You obviously weren't listening, Beastie. Um, uh, About you know having a different having the the different lane mechanic and the blocking mechanic that doesn't rely on taunt. Um, and there's, yeah, maybe, there's maybe, kind maybe of global mentioned... spells and stuff, and it's I don't know, it just just kind of has a bit more about it to me. But it's not as slick oh, and pretty, and there's no denying it's that not it's, a slick. it's not it's That's not okay. quite as quick. I don't think either. No, no, no. The game certainly yeah. take, take the game certainly take longer. If that's what you mean. Um, on yeah. Might and Magic, it, it, it's a great pickup game. I mean, I I didn't, I don't think I'd ever been interested in in a, in a in a Magic in a in like a card game. But I got my nephew the Pokemon card game, uh, the trading card game for Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, a little one little part of me was even a little bit disappointed that you know we he didn't get it out and play it because I thought quite quite fancy <laughs> having a game now that I'm a trading card game aficionado of sorts. Um, of course, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. What was the question? Sorry, I am really hungover. What was the question? <laughs> um, well, Brilliant. I don't know now. It's, it's been such a long time ago. I don't know what my question was. Um, no, I, 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 I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it. I, 
I, it's a cracking game. The only thing I'll say, John, is if you haven't got to at least level 10... I, have, I, I, I did mode, manage to hit 10 yesterday, and I think I, I've got okay. all my decks open. I think, I think I've killed all the practice all the practice people, if that's the right word. Yeah. Um, you, you, need to, you need to go through, you need to kill all the basic guys and then beat all the expert guys, and you need to get um, at least one character level 10 so they've got the basic cards. I wouldn't do any PvP until you've got at least level 10 with a character because you simply don't have the cards to... You just get very lucky. Or can um, I make up for it something. in skill? Because that's not what I normally do. Um, <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> no, because... Well, well, that's the th- that's one of the things I find with with Hearthstone, is there's not a huge amount of choices of there's not a huge of, a variety of things that you can do. Maybe it's just my cards. No, I think you're fine. When you, once you get the each of the, the various um, uh, heroes of of quite different. When you've got all, you're correct initially because you've got got the standard cards which they kind of fill in the gaps for. So they're all pretty much the same, but each has a different kind of technique to them. Like the mage has a lot of freezing spells and AOE attacks. I've only yeah, and, I've only really played. I think is it is it the mage? What's Janna? Janna? Jenna? Mage. Yeah. Mage. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then you've then you've got your kind of the warriors all less about spells, more about kind of building armor for himself, um, kind of. Heavy attacks, trying to aim hero attacks at the hero as, over the um, minions. Is this different philosophies for each character? I can't yeah. think of go for it, but there there is. I mean, uh, rogues all about combo cards, about playing cards and getting benefits by playing multiple cards and getting combinations. Um, similar yeah, to... maybe I need to play some other classes. Maybe the mage is just playing the mage is what's making me feel it's a little bit. The, the mage I found very almost overpowered in the in the initial game. Um, I, I walk through the kind of the initial up to level ten. You kind of walk you, with the mage. You can really kind of ding that quite quickly. Yeah, you can smash through. It's mage. when you. St- I mean, I started playing shaman, and I find that really, really difficult. I just cannot seem to win with that particular character. Um, and it's just about knowing. Can you move any mountain? Can you? Sorry, can you move? Ah, uh, so nineties. Nineties. Ah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Should have got that anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh dear, it's Sunday morning already still. Shit. Um so yeah, I don't know, it's I've played played with a few of them and I I've kind of I I've got my favorites and they that the way it seems to suit my style. The thing that concerns me slightly about Hearthstone is is I downloaded a couple of podcasts that are you know specifically Hearthstone related podcasts. Oh no. Sad, sadly they wouldn't have me on, but um they were talking about like the metagame and the kind of the, I don't know, I don't really want to call it the pro scene, but kind of the hardcore Hearthstone circuit or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but there does seem to be like decks that people have. So you have like an aggro mage and stuff like this. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just sit thinking, Christ, I don't understand. And I don't think my brain's got the capacity to remember all the different types of, and they seem to have like set decks that you play against each other. So if you, you know, if you go, if you go up against an aggro mage, you're going to want to have a, uh, I don't know a, a warrior. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. Crowd control warrior or something like that. And I don't really get that kind of the meta. It's, it's too deep for me, really. But as a, well, a pick-up play game, that's where the kind of Hearthstone comes into its own. I think, and that's why I think it's strange that obviously I mean, John has spent more time in it. But it is quite a slow 
it does take quite a lot of hours of gameplay getting the kind of characters up and understanding the differences. But that is where the depth comes in, and it's only to speak to somebody like Az, who is well um, well into the whole kind of meta game side of it. And I'm I'm will not pretend that I'm not. I, I still I play the game a bit like I play chess, where I I don't really worry about too much what the opponent's doing and is trying to get my own moves right. And that's where. Uh, that's all I'm the level I'm at with with Hearthstone. Yet I'm just kind of doing the best I can do and stopping them from um, hitting my um, minions or heroes as best I can. And by trying to go my my game plan, try to play that out. But there, there is a whole that whole uh, multiple levels of dimension deck building and what whatnot, which I've only done only dabbled my toes in rather than get into the mm. kind of. I can't be asked. Oh, see, I love all that. I love all that uh, card, too, sort of messing about with my deck I and looking at the different cards. I love it. Just. Oh, <laughs> I thought it might be a regional accent thing, so. <laughs> oh, we need to get some more fun into this thing. This seems a bit. Uh, maybe it's a focus of. Maybe it's because it's 10 o'clock. This is our opportunity to advertise ourselves to all the thousands of listeners that listen to the, uh, the console <laughs> show. How and we all we do, we, we're not good because we're talking about a fucking card game. <laughs> endlessly yeah they, they, they just that's what they want to get involved with that card game i think anyway so moving on to <laughs> a, a sim game to make up for the card game um there's been a thread on the forums about kicking off doing um game dev tycoon i'm sorry my water boiler's going bonkers again um this is uh, what you get, get professionalism like this as well mm-hmm. so, absolutely uh, mm-hmm. tune in every um, monday uh no tuesday Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if we can be game, if we can Sorry, be Beastie. I'm, I'm distracting right. you. It's right. It's fine. You carry um, on, mate. Game Dev Please. Tycoon. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> um, game Dev Tycoon Sorry. has been, I'm ignoring it, um, has been um, kind of kicked off again on the um, forums because uh, Bounce got the idea of doing this um, build a studio and make it. Um, based upon a real studio so I he's kind of picked names out of a hat and you can go through the Wikipedia list and then you try to mimic those those studio games so I got Lucas Arts um, which have made a load of crappy games after say looking back <laughs> through the Wikipedia list going back to the 80s there's really uh, some real treats in there X-Wing, but yeah you, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter that was a LucasArts film mm-hmm. I haven't got there yet oh. haven't got to that stage um but, I like I like I do I have to say I do like that that way of playing. The, what mimicking a studio? Mimic, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great, great idea. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, I mean, I I haven't played for about a week now, but I need to kind of get back on that and trying to continue making whatever God knows what game I've got to try and make next. Um, but there's some very odd titles. It's quite interesting going back through a studio because you often ignore if there's a game you didn't play at the time, you kind of ignore. Um, you ignore those older games by certain studios, so it's quite intriguing looking back and going, oh, wow, so they made this... Oh, God, some of the names are just crazy. You realise it's there's a first-person shooter-esque game on LucasArts which came up before Wolfenstein. You're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So that was a game... If you said Wolfenstein was the first kind of FPS game, and this game does look like it's... That's exactly what this game is. So it's quite intriguing. But I've um, been cracking on with that, and... I obviously cleverly named LucasArts Lucas Farts because I thought, well, I've got to, might make some kind of fun in it. Brilliant. But um, yeah, well, indeed. Um, but it's 
I still think this is a great little sim game for a few quid on Steam. I think it's, it's surprisingly um, addictive, although I don't think it's that in-depth, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I, I like how they get around the copyright of different video games consoles. That's fantastic. Yes, the uh, the, uh, the the tears. The uh, the Vonnie play system. Yeah, they have this, some very amusing and some great pixel art of these consoles. look remarkably similar to the snares etc but yeah. yeah it's it's a good chuckle uh, you, have you been taking part in this show um well i've not been given a company yet but i have played this um i think my first two companies i i got them bankrupt to be fair <laughs> oh really just, oh yeah i as soon as i moved into the the second office i was like right i'll employ four people and get them all working uh, that's away probably yeah. A mistake. yeah yeah i figured that um the, my latest run through, um, even though I've got a million, I'm still sat in the garage, um, just building up a little bit of money before I uh, move over. Um, I think it's fine to move offices, not a problem. Um, I mean, I think you can move offices straight away, really. It's just you've got big staffing and be really careful. So maybe just hire one other person initially and don't feel you've got to fill all the kind of the slots around the office because, yeah, it will be. Um, you'll find that you'll burn through money way too much when developing the game and they won't have the skill to make a good enough game to kind of make up for the money they cost, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've I've made a couple of the games on it have made mega money. Um, well, when I say mega money, it's about three million, I think, um, in the early stages, so it wasn't too bad. Um, but they the staff's wages just keep going up and up. Um, which is just eating away before I can um, create the new game engines and research the marketing yeah. and th- yeah. So it's I think it's very tactical as well. Is what order you do your use your research points in? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I, I can't think of a way I've approached it. I mean, maybe I've got an advantage because the fact that I work in the industry and don't. It, it, I just went through it and I had no problems. But I've had a couple of. Um, scraps before but that's generally been down to i think developing too quickly is the key thing if you develop too quickly a bit like a standard thing the game industry falls into really is that when you uh, you try to de- expand your studio too fast often that bites you um if you don't get a big hit the, on the first game or two you're in big big trouble and i think it kind of emulates that quite well um that kind of horror show that of what happens Oh, my, my my company's going well. Brought back, brought back sauce, going from strength to strength. <laughs> such ga- such games as the camping, the camping two, the camping returns of sheep and men. Very niche market, though. Isn't it? <laughs> Very niche. <laughs> Did you, I'm going to ask this. This is going to sound like a joke. I'm going to ask this as a serious question. Do you think there is a software house for gays? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! Is this, oh, no, 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 no! Do you think there oh, are Lord. video games targeted at maybe the what is it, the lesbian game by market? Because you have no. you have games aimed at why not? No, there isn't. <clears throat> I guess uh, why, why why would they want anything that's different? I don't know. I, I, it was a serious question that popped into my head, and I wanted to appear learned and thoughtful. On there the must be something because you've got like the Leisure Suit Larry, and there's plenty of dating games out there for people. And if you really want to go hunting for them, so there must be some kind of well, gay targeted 
applications, yes. Mm. Not, I don't think there's any. There's no. There's no studio I'm aware of that's making get proper games. I say that in the sense of not some kind of strange Facebook game or whatnot that is targeted at a um, a sexuality. Mm. Oh yeah, audience. it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense, really. I mean, I guess no game. Well, some are, are games aimed at. at females versus males i guess they are but not not deliberately it's just the way, nature of the world yeah it's it a silly it's a silly question yeah. that shows my ignorance on such things no, really, so. no, no, no doubt at the end of the show we'll probably discover that a game called i am what i am is in development as well mm. well i know there's grinder for the yeah oh it's not well i guess it's kind of a game isn't it <laughs> i don't know i don't know anything about it <laughs> i'm sure they have lots of fun i'm waiting for one of you lot to pop up with that on on the on this um on this what i've been playing this week i've been playing grinder <laughs> uh... i've got loads of friends yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're all so friendly i don't understand. I, I, I definitely would have the advantages living in brighton there's no doubt about that yeah i don't know parky um, goes camping that's true enough <laughs> anyway um to kind of lighten the mood and a particularly dull but strangely exciting last thing I was going to add is um, I picked up a new bit of kit for the house um, which is called a Nest Protect. Um, <laughs> I think I might, yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you say Mess Protect? No, Nest. A nest. Nest, <laughs> as in, you know, like, like Nest, a home. Fantastic sheeting. Yeah, is this something along the lines of budgie smugglers? <laughs> no. What the hell? Um, it's basically um, Nest for a company that you saw, I think, last year they released this kind of fancy thermostat for kind of wireless homes that never got released properly in the UK. It was... Oh, yeah, I've seen these. Are these these very uh, a- uh, Apple-looking devices? Well, yeah, the, the founder is a guy who used to work... Um, I was, I think, he was one of the designers at Apple before he founded this. I think he, I think he was one of the uh, creators of the iPod, iPod, the original iPod. Um, but then he's kind of um, gone and started his own company called Nest. And this is their, only their second product in about three years, I believe. And it's a. It sounds really dull, but it was, it was strangely exciting. It's a. Um, in theory, just a fire alarm and carbon monoxide protector for your home. Um, but it's quite expensive. There's no, it's like hundred quid. Um, but what the difference is, it's fully linked to your wireless network. It has an app for your phone, so that if you've got a problem with either there's an, a, a fire, smoke detected, you're not there, it would contact your phone and say, "Oh, there's a there's smoke detected in the dining room." So that's where I got it set up. Um, and it's quite a it's quite a neat way of. I'm kind of surprised this hasn't happened before. That with, with smartphones getting out there, they haven't decided. Well, actually, we just put something in it so it communicates with people if they're not away from their home, or because I can travel work a fair bit. It's quite nice to know that invariably my girlfriend hasn't burned the house down. Um, I'm sure that would never happen, of course. Um, but it's just like a cool bit of kit. It's got a kind of. It's quite. You put it put, put on the wall, the side. It's got. A, um, motion sensor in it so if you walk past at night time it will light up so it lights up the room so you can see where you're going um so you put it on the landing for example that'd be great um and if you if it, if you like burn some toast or whatever and you get smoke and it goes off it won't rather than send the alarm it has, has a voice thing saying oh heads up there's uh, smoke detected in the dining room um you can wave your hand at it like not over the sensor to literally wave from a distance it'll spot that you're waving and go oh it's a false alarm nothing to worry about just kind of kind of cool little things with it but yeah it's my kind of um 
pre-Christmas <laughs> nonsense gadget, which is can, quite cool. Can you can you choose the alarm tone on it? I mean, um, you can't. No, no. I mean, it'd be it'd, it'd be absolutely great being woken up by a fire starter as soon as your house started burning down <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> it, it, it would be. Um, I think there'd be quite a lot of upset people though that they might, they might take it the wrong way. I think Clarky just might take it the wrong way. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was a it was a interesting bit of kit worth mentioning because well, it's part of the the bit side of things, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, good good on you for sticking to the program, <laughs> uh, Clarky. Um, by way of a contrast. No, brilliant. Um, I got Beyond Two Souls for the PS3 for Christmas, so I've been slumming it this past week playing on this game, um, which I'm happy to say is absolutely brilliant. Any of you lot heard of this oh, game? Yeah, is that the thing? I've with, heard um, of it. What's her name from? Yeah, uh, the, the actress in it. The, what, the yeah, act, Ellen. The actress Ellen from Page. Um, The Last of Us. No. <laughs> oh God, here we go. A little advantage. Uh, no, it it, she... it does it does star uh, Ellen Page and uh, Willem Dafoe through uh, through. The medium of motion capture. Uh, it's very, very, very good uh, game. Very linear, but uh, I like linear sort of story is. Uh, the story is absolutely brilliant. Um, obviously, no spoilers, but you basically play as it, it, the game. Basically, puts you in the life of this girl over the course of something like fifteen years, from her being age seven to about twenty-three. Um, as you start the game, uh, the kind of the, le- the level start screen gives you a, almost a timeline, and it will randomly drop you in at some point during a laugh. Um, you play through the chapter, do what needs to be done, and then you, you, you might the next chapter might be set ten years before that one. But the whole story sort of makes sense of that. Um, control is that I mean. <sighs> I didn't play a heavy rain, but it does rely a bit on kind of almost quick time event type things. Um, well, I suppose much like The Walking Dead did in a way. Um, so yeah, you play as uh, you play as uh, Ellen Page or uh, Jodie, as she's called in the game, who uh, seems to be mysteriously tethered to a kind of ghostly being called Aiden. Who uh, at certain points in the game you'll have to control to sort of unlock doors, frighten people. Do this, do this, and that. And it is a very, very good game. I'm, I'm very surprised at the lukewarm reception this got because I've had an absolute blast playing through this. Strongly recommend you pick it up. So, so, so you what... enjoy playing with small girls? Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah, no. Honestly, there goes the family friendly. You think this show? It's not your, it's not your platform for your disgraceful. Oh, <laughs> Emma Watson the from earlier. Beastie. Hey. Jesus. So, what style of game is what? What sort of game, is this like? An, uh, what's it play like? It's um, heavy rain. Oh God, nasty times. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of you you play most of the, when you're playing as Geordie, It's basically sort of third person. You you sort of walk her around the environment. Um, you do have a lot more control over the character that, than the uh, sort of reviews and everything made out um at certain points uh, for example if somebody if somebody tries to cause harm to uh to geordie you can then you press a triangle button and you'll basically jump into the uh sort of the disembodied uh, ghostly specter that is Aiden, which basically gives you sort of full control over going through the entire area i mean you can pass through walls which you can use to un- undo locks um like i say if she's being 
if she is being attacked, you can you, you've got three moves. You can either sort of start throwing things around the room uh, using one of his powers. The uh, the other one is you can kind of do a almost Vaderish force strangle on the on enemies, um, and okay. also you can possess enemies as well. There are certain certain areas where sort of Geordie can't go, in which case you'll take control of Iden. You'll then sort of float through a wall into a locked room. There'll be three guards there. You'll possess one of the guards and use that one to sort of kill the other two and then uh, commit suicide on the third one. So what makes the story so interesting? I mean, yeah. It's just a very... I found it... it, it, The story's kind of all about sort of what happens after you die. Um, It's very, very sci-fi-like, which ticks all the right boxes for me. Um... Yeah, it, it, it's a bit of a difficult one to describe without completely ruining it. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, the the way it plays sort of, you sort of jump in and out of different points during a life is, is sort of, that's what gives you the story, if you will. If you if the game played in order, then the story just wouldn't make sense because you'd be finding things that happen very early on in a life which story-wise don't make sense if you sort of played it through in that linear fashion. Sure. But uh, yeah, I strongly, strongly recommend you pick this up. This is, in my eyes, I, I, I found this even more enjoyable than The Last of Us. Well, I guess the problem would be is because the fact it's on the PS3, it, well, it's not going to happen. It looks very, very pretty. Um, this, if, if someone had shown me this and I didn't know better, I, they could have palmed it off as a PS4 game. The graphics are very good. Facial animations are brilliant, as to be expected, I suppose, from the developer. Uh, but yeah, it, it, this is well worth picking up, if not for just a bloody good sort of paranormal sci-fi story. Vimes is keeping quiet because he knows I'll send it to him when I finished it. Oh, I won't play it. Oh, <laughs> how can you not? I won't. It's just it's that I don't like that sort of game. Is yeah. You play. I've read enough about us. it to know that it's one of those that will go in. I'll play it for about twenty minutes and just go meh. Go back oh. to shooting people in the face. Well, there's a little bit of that. she tools up does she gets herself sorted with a big helmet on and a big AK and starts rampaging around the levels blowing people up Um, not to that extent but yes there's certainly some tooled up AK-47 moments in it Ah, that's alright then maybe I will give it a go when when I was reading reviews of this it made it sound like it was a very sort of small personal type game and it's actually the scope on the story is amazing you've got bits where you're sort of in the army, you're infiltrating secret bases. It's The story's a, a lot more, there's a lot more to it than it sort of gives away in any, any reviews or descriptions you'll see of it. Hmm. Pick it up. All right. <laughs> uh, another one I've been playing is something I picked up in the PSN sale for my Vita, which is uh, Muramasa Rebirth. Which, what uh, is this? It, th- this this is one of those games that was originally released in uh, sort of Japan only, and it had that whole, oh, come on, the Western audience want this. So uh, uh, the studio that made it did a port of it. Uh, all of the voice acting is still in Japanese, and it's subtitled into English, but it's basically a, uh, a kind of, it's a, a sort of side-scrolling hack-and-slash platform game with uh, RPG elements in it. It sounds more tempting under that, that that description. It is. It, it's it's a very good game. I mean, the, the the fight mechanic in it, you basically, you can equip three, you, you, 
as you progress through the games, you, the aim of the game is to collect different types of uh, swords because uh, it kind of plays map wise a bit like Castlevania does. You've got your you've got your rooms that you can go in and out of, but certain rooms will kind of be blocked off because you need a certain sword to smash through the barrier that's uh, that's in place and preventing you from going past. Uh, you, 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 your character is uh, basically some sort of samurai. You can equip three swords um, as you fight enemies and. Boy, do you get to fight them. I mean, I, I posted one picture up on Twitter yesterday where I managed to quite easily get a, uh, I think, a 788-hit combo on one enemy, uh, which was uh, immense fun. But uh, you, you, the, the mechanic of the swords is uh, you basically just hack and slash at them, but your sword can be broken. Uh, if your sword gets broken, you then have to sort of sheathe it while it repairs and pull another sword out and uh, fight with that one. Obviously, your swords have different powers. You've got your flaming one, ones that... Uh, Sort of hit multiple enemies at once. Someone's enjoying all this sword talk, aren't they? I am. I'm sorry. You're lowering the tone again, man. I am. But no, this is uh, this again is 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 a lot of fun and is well worth the eight pounds ninety nine it's going for at the moment. Cool. You just you lot just don't like anything I play, do you? No, oh. it's fucking like eleven oh. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. I'll let you get back to your hangover then, John. No, uh, the, the final game is. God, something you, you, if the... This is papers, please. I'm not interested. Oh, it's brilliant. Is it? <laughs> well, tell me why it's brilliant because everything I've heard about it makes me think, what the fuck is this? It's just, it's just one of those nice niche indie games. Ugh. Obviously, as we know, indie games can do no wrong at the we moment. We can transfer you to a different show if you want. <laughs> well, I, 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 ironically, it was. Uh, Pro- oh, this is his only PC game. Give him, give him a break. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This, uh, <laughs> this, uh, well, aside, aside from Hearthstone, but Hearthstone or whatever, because you've all been on about Hearth. it. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. There we go. Uh, but no, this is big. You could take it both ways. Like Clarky does. What? Oh. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, the final game is Papers, Please, which is a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to put this in. A <laughs> kind of. Document Bullshit adventure game. <laughs> it, it's actually a lot of fun. You play uh, bureaucracy simulator. Uh, kind of, yeah. You basically sit in a passport Pretty. booth at some checkpoint in some Eastern Bloc country, um, letting people through, deciding whether or not they're uh, <laughs> they're credited. It's a, it sounds <laughs> amazing. It, it's actually a lot of fun to play. I mean, you've got. Uh, there's some nice little. You've obviously all heard of this. There's some nice little moments in there. It's like you get this guy who occasionally comes to the booth trying to get in, and uh, he does everything from not having the correct paperwork to actually uh, drawing a passport, which uh, which is quite amusing. You had to be. Because it was funny. What? I said, no. did you let him in because it was funny? No, no, no. You get punished. No, I I, need, I needed the money for my uh, my, my sick and starving family. Uh, so uh, this is the only thing with it. I mean, you have to do a lot, sort of a lot of investigation to sort of tell whether or not the documents they're showing you are actually real or fake. And yeah, the if you the day goes very quickly, it, it does. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm very quickly doing badly at this because I'm spending way too much time looking at individual documents. And when on the times where I've thought, yeah, that's all right, and I put it through, you instantly get sort of a uh, a warning from the uh, the people upstairs at. Uh, that there was actually fake, or there was some little point that you missed to it. Uh, but as, uh, as as a fun little indie game, this is, this is uh, very good. John, you should you, you should pick this one up. 
I'm not going to. I, 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 I don't think that she should. I think he'll hate it. <laughs> uh, exactly. How long is it? Uh, you're probably looking at about two hours or something for a playthrough of to it. To you, John, about 20 seconds. Hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. I'm not going uh, to yeah. waste my money on that. I've already wasted a load of money on a game yesterday. Uh, I spent 39p on Super Hexagon, and I can't do it. You <laughs> have you played oh, that? That's a great game. No, yeah, I'm, great. I have, yeah. I know I'm sick of hearing about it on the uh, 24-hour broadcast. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't get past, like, two seconds. It's I very, very difficult. Well. Very difficult. Yeah. But no, I think, I've got, I, think, I think my best time is about a uh, minute 40 or something like that. Fuck off. Really? How? Yeah. Um, I, uh, just because. I, I mean, I don't want to... Oh, I need to, pr- I need to practice just, more. You just, once you, it's hard. It is hard. It's but you can hard. get in a... It is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, aside from the uh, aside from the usual Christmassy Lego Skylanders and Disney Infinity games, that's about me. Well done. Well done. Uh, while we're talking about Christmas, <laughs> do we get any good presents, lads? Uh, Yoda got a I... cock. <laughs> yep. I got a wrapped up cock that was actually um, amazing. Three Kinder eggs. And the fruit pastels um, tube. And my wife went to all the trouble of making it look like a cop. Um, because Very as I'm a child... Yeah, as yeah. I'm a child, she gave me a piece of paper and said, look, write down your Christmas, what you want for Christmas. And pen and paper prevailed and a picture of a penis. Um, then was on the paper, so she went, right, I'm going to buy you a cock. There's a fucking and French behold, people on this show. I tell you, fucking oddballs. <laughs> I, 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 I do like the effort she went to of actually putting a kinder egg at the top of the penis as well. It's just that, it's just that extra bit that makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> I presume it was a small tube of fruit pastels. Have you not seen the picture? <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> Move enough, on. Enough. Quickly. Enough. Uh, no, I didn't get anything particularly Christmas present-wise. Nothing overly exciting. I didn't think of. I didn't get any games. That's the key thing. I think. Yeah. I got a four. I got a four-point USB hub that looks like a monkey. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to know what you're slotting these in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I got um, a, a second controller and a plain charge quick for my Xbox One, but I don't know why. It just seemed that I wanted one, but it won't get used. Because <laughs> no one. Can... Is, you know, Depressing, it probably cost like a hundred pounds or something. No, it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. Like, I think you can get you can get them in a pack, and it's like seventy quid or something for fucking for, out. for for that and a plan charge kit. I mean, obviously, I use the plan charge kit, and it'd be it'd be nice that if on the rare occasion that someone comes around. I mean, bearing in mind I'm nearly forty, it's not like little little Jimmy from down the road's coming. Hang on, that's going down a dangerous path. Um, <laughs> It's, no one comes around to play it's not, games it's not with like, you. Not like, it's not like a friend's playing a game with you. No. <laughs> and the chances of getting Jane or the girls to be interested is, well, whatever. But anyway, so I've got a second controller. That's, uh, uh, that's it. I bought Jane a, I got Jane a laptop, which she hadn't touched since I bought it for her. So uh, it's a waste of money. But, uh, oh, well. Let's go. I've got a 5C for one of the girls, actually. Quite like that. Nice little phone on a tech-related thing. Because I don't know if you, any you got, of you lot played with the 5C. You got one for... You bought four? Or you got one from? No, I got one for one of the girls. 
Okay. Uh, okay. The other one didn't want yeah. to upgrade her iPhone 4 for some reason. I don't know why. That's peculiar, yeah. But, um, fair enough. Yeah, it's quite nice. I like it. Nice nice little phone. It's like the 5, with, with a, a different colour background. Back. Uh, yeah, and it's all plastic. I think that, I don't think it's even glass on the front. I don't, I don't know if there are 5S's uh, glass think it on is. the front. I don't know. I think the front is, uh, the ball fronts have acrylic glass at the front, because if not, they'll be rubbish, but the backs are not metal or aluminium, whatever they use, it's uh, that kind of composite plastic moulding, isn't it, or something? Mm. Um, is that it? That's everyone's Christmas shenanigans? Yeah, mm. pretty much. Didn't get much. That's very much Didn't the... Uh, there's a steam sale on. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we'll come to that in a bit. Right, who, who's next? I've lost... Yoda. I think I might have to go and drive the porcelain bus again in a minute. Oh. <laughs> well, do, do you want to quickly do your stuff, John? <laughs> and then, uh... All right, yeah, fair enough. Then I'm going to disappear and Yoda can talk about his stuff. Uh, gum. I, I know previously said I'm gonna, I'd play that for about two minutes and be bored of it. I didn't. It's great, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Really, really, really. really? It's a great game. Have you not played it? I have. I just didn't think you. I don't know why, John. I just didn't think you'd be into that. Well, at neither all. did I. But uh, no, it's <laughs> great. What What I don't like about it is that to get anywhere near any of the scores on the on on the on the high score chart, I mean, you're going to be sat there for an hour, probably. Uh, about half an hour. I think. I think my 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 high school. I've only played about four games. I think four or five games. My nephew was having a go on it the other day, and I was pretending to be impressed when he got sixty thousand. Oh, that's brilliant, George. Yeah, not really. Wow. Silly little boy. But, um, <laughs> he is only six, so bless him. Um, <clears throat> no time for time wasters, me. Uh, so what is your highest score then? Oh, I think I've got about eight million. It's not massive. I'm disappointed to see that it's lower than bloody Lelujo so uh, I need to work on that uh, but it's a great game I, I don't under, I, I don't quite get the whole saving human mechanic I, it, those are just little bonuses you don't have to do it do you because um, I don't know I don't know when they're getting when they're under threat or whatever or not I find the whole thing a bit confusing well the um, the aliens that you've got to kill for a better term um I've got, like, got a green shroud around them. Um, so Why? They're the because ones they're, they, the, they go for the humans, do they? Well, they're the keeper of that particular human. So once you kill all them, um, the human will be released and you'll have to then pick him up, take him to the drop-off point, and you will get... Um, your, oh. overdri- your overdrive will get charged up. You'll get extra lives, extra bombs. Um, so And you get, I think, it's 100,000 at every time that increases, so the first one you get 100, then 200, so on and so forth. For the, for the big mul- score multiplies, it's better to, to pick them up as you're going along. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to hit that today. I, I refuse. I need to hit the 20 million. I, you got fucking 73 million. How the hell did you do that? How long did that take? How long did that take? Uh, it took about half an hour. Half an hour? How? Because I played for half an hour and got 8 million. Because it's all about using the overdrive. Um, I don't use any bombs whatsoever. Um, and rescuing all the humans and not losing any lives. And keeping your multiplier going. Because you've got that, that multiplier, I kept at five 
from the first level all the way through to the the end of the fifth. Yeah, I did notice in some of the the more latter stages of my you know my last best playthrough, all of a sudden it gets to a lull, and I'm like oh shit, I need to go and f- kill something else. My multiplier drops. Um, so yeah, so like, if you use the boost, yeah, to um, get around. That's all that- to get round, and you can actually kill the enemies with a boost as well. Oh, can you? Well, I mean, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I still feel ill, so uh, that's a great game. Really enjoy that. Um, I, I saw someone say that that's not a system seller. I think it might be actually. To be honest, the thing I've played most on it. Um, it's uh, no, <laughs> no, really, really, really good. Um, Daisy, we've touched on. Played a bit of that. Still buggy as fuck. Uh, the room I played on the iPad. I remember trying the dem- the playing a little bit of the Room 2 at Eurogamer. I'd never heard of it, and I was intrigued. So I installed the Room on my iPad. It's brilliant, isn't it? You played that? It's a great game. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, I played it. Oh, it's a great idea. It's like, yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, really good. Well, basic, what, what's this all about? I've well, basically, yeah, good point, Clark. You bring us on topic. Um, basically, it's like a puzzle. Imagine, imagine you had some ornate box with lots of secret compartments and, you know, secret ways and puzzles that you had to solve to get into it. It's like that. So, yeah. It's got... like a, it's a collection of mini-game type puzzles and you unlock one to get to another. It's just fantastic use of the touch controls and moving the camera around and being able to view things at different angles. And so there's, really for example, room there's, two's out. Yeah, there's there's riddles that you have to solve, and you know, well, the first riddle, the answer is fire, and then you think, well, oh, brilliant. But then you, you look around this table, and all of a sudden you notice that on each of the corners of the table, the foot's either got air, water, earth, or fire on it. So you go to the fire one, and then you can press that, and a little compartment opens that brings out a key, and then you can go and find the keyhole for that key, and then that opens up another puzzle to get a bit further on. So it's just, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just like yeah. it's really Sounds good. It's, no, it's really good. Games. Yeah, really. Is good. it available on Android? <laughs> it I is. believe it is. Yeah, I don't think it's free though on Android. It's certainly. I think. I think the Room One. No, no. Am I trying to lie? No, it's fifty nine p, isn't it? I actually paid for that. Uh, one pound forty nine. Oh, I got yeah. it. I got it for. I, I didn't pay one pound forty nine. I don't think. Anyway, I think it was free for a limited time. The Room. So maybe you picked it up then, because uh, the Room 2's just come out. Yeah, I'm, I only bought it the other week. I, I I don't know. I just played it on a whim the other on Christmas Day, because I was bored. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a lovely little game. Yeah, really the Room good. 2 looks to be as good. I played about half an hour of the Room 2, and it looks to be just as good. Hmm. And I honestly can't think of anything else that I've pay, played, because I, I really haven't had the chance. Except for Yahtzee. I found a really great Yahtzee client on my, on the iPad. I like a bit of the Yahtzee. <laughs> it's, that's good. Um, but that's not really relevant for this show, is it? So I'm going to go and, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, do something while Yoda talks about something else. Vimesy, you're in charge. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda, talk. Um, well, for Christmas I got Lego Marvel. Um, I've finished the story mode, the, the main story. Um, not doing everything on every level, just just blasting my way through it. I really enjoy it. Um, I like the, the Marvel franchise. Um, I really like Lego Batman too. Um, so I thought this would be better because I think Marvel's got a stronger roster. Um, and it is. Um, the flying mechanic on this is fantastic. 
um, flying around as Iron Man. Um, it was really enjoyable and jumping off the, the big shield heli carrier in the sky as um, the thing without a parachute and just mm-hmm. landing on the floor is quite, quite entertaining. Um, I think I'm only, yeah, watching the thing just plummet through the air, hoping that he doesn't land on his feet. Um, it's quite enjoyable. He always does so, so I need to try and figure out how I can kill him doing that. Um, but no, I really, really enjoy it. Um, it's taken me away from from playing FIFA. Um, but it's kind of you're, you're kind of in the in the same. Width. <laughs> I've got all the shelf up there, looking at it now, still in its wrapper, going. Uh, probably should kind of try it, and uh, it's whether or not it will just. I, I've got taking discs out of disc drive seems to be massively bothersome for me. I don't, don't know why. <laughs> it's so it's so many years of. Uh, of PC gaming and it's like oh I've got to take disc out <laughs> even though it's kind of almost in reach from where I'm sitting now I just um, so I, I haven't I, got around to it I take it you never own Monkey Island 2 on the Amiga then BC I know I did and it's very much um, I, I had I had a copy of it and um, where I bought it from it didn't have the um, that rotating disc thing so the author, the, you had to ask you a question. You had to go give like kind of banana monkey or something on that kind of that rotating that card around to give them the right symbols. So I had a, a, a photocopy variant of it, which was about thirty six pages long. Um, <laughs> but yes, I did. But that's the kind of ever since I could crack a game, so I didn't have to <laughs> disc it. I did on the PC, and so I find it a bit odd now having to go. Oh, do I have to re-put the disc in considering everything's installed anyway? Um, but yeah, I need to I need to get on with that, and I, I I'm also a big fan of Marvel Marvel um, Universe, so I, sh- I should do it really. Um, well, with the PS4 version, you should have got the the Asgard bonus pack as well. Okay, so what does that, does that mean? It just means that you've got some additional characters from Thor. Um, okay. I think Odin Odin's one of them. So for the free play. Um, I've not really touched much on the free play yet. I wanted to complete all the levels and lock every one that I could. Um, I've bought every Iron Man costume. Um, Don't they look remarkably similar to each other? They do, but they've they've got a couple of li- little different powers, and um, but you do get a trophy for owning them all. Uh, okay, so, well, that's clearly not important to me. <laughs> no, well, we we tend to get every Lego game that comes out. I mean, I play them for about an hour and get bored of them, but uh, Mrs. Snap aims to uh, 100% any Lego game which uh, crosses the door into our house, so I'll, I'll probably be hearing nothing but studs being collected for the next few weeks. <laughs> yes. Oh, hang on. And then the other game I'm playing, uh, Warframe. Yeah, I'm still pl- oh. still persisting. I am. I really enjoy it. I really, I really enjoy it. it. Well, it'd be alright for you because you don't have to change the disc to play it. No, that's that is a that's currently <laughs> the best feature you've uh, you've given Warframe <laughs> is that you don't have to change disc. That kind of really um, puts it out there for me is uh, the best the best information. Maybe the review should cover that to say to say you, know, you haven't got to change disc while playing. Oh, oh, come on, um, Yoda, what makes this better than any other first-person multiplayer game out there? I think it's very it's very tactical. It's, um, it's very... Because it's, it's PvE, 
um, playing with four people, um, running around, killing everything in sight. The missions are getting progressively harder. Um, you can now build, I found out how to build a dojo. Um, so we now have a mature gamer like base of operations where you can trade card, the cards you collect with other players. Um, we're just oh, there are cards through. involved. I like cards. What's going on? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's Warframe. No, he's, he's gone to throw up again. No, I'm here. <laughs> no, I know we're talking about Warframe, but what's the cards thing all about? Um, well, you can add like the, the card mods to your player, to your weapons, to make you stronger. Um, you can fuse like cards. Pardon? They're like buffs or dual sockets and yeah. stuff, aren't they? Um, but you can modify them. You can put four in a transmute to try and get a better card. Um, I know someone who did that the other day. He put four of one card in and got the same one card back out. So he mm. just lost four cards. Um, but no, it's I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm hoping to get more people on it. Um just purely because I think the more people you've got, the more enjoyable the experience can be. So this is this is free to play, isn't it? Yeah, it's free oh, to play. So there I'll are. Download, I'll download. I'll download. I'll download that Yoda. I got. I got a feeling I've got a day sat in front of the computer ahead of me, so I'll, I'll get on on that today. Um, and the other thing I was been playing that we have touched on is Resogun. Um, which I think is absolutely fantastic. That's Ever because since... you're number one in our little fucking group of people, because <laughs> you're well, 700 that's... and something in the world. I am. That's only because Kev went, oh, I'm only interested in people who are above me, and you're nowhere near there. That's because I went off to play the harder levels. I came back, and I think my first playthrough after he said that was 35 million. Um, <clears throat> and then just getting a couple of trophies, I then got... 78 million and I really enjoyed it. I think I re- average about 10 to 12 million on the first level alone um, now, which is a good this is on This is with this is on, what's his name? On, on Novice or whatever it is. Yeah, on Arcade, yeah. Arcade Novice. So I am going, hopefully I'm going to put, um, I'll twitch it later, so if anyone really wants to I'd be to interested it. in some... Um, online co-op can we do that uh, we can yeah there's one i am hoping there's one level i need to do on veteran um to complete veteran and, and i just can't do it. it's the final level <laughs> you don't uh, want me involved in that mate i assure you because you'll because <laughs> you'll, you'll get even worse but I'd, I'd i'd definitely be up for doing some um i'd definitely be up for some online co-op because I, I imagine that would be quite good fun it is yeah because um, especially when you get the multipliers and the the weapon boosts um, both players get the the boost, so which is quite good fun. And that is all I've been playing, really. Cool. Is that is that it for this section? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Okay, releases. There's a game called Nort. 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 Sorry, that's an inside joke to do with the spelling of Nort. Um, should we have a little? Should we have a little break, lads? And then we'll come back, or do we just want to push on? I could do with a comfort break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a five. Sure. 
All right. Uh, good job this isn't live then, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> when do we have to give this to them by? Yeah, as soon as possible. They want it by midday. <laughs> really? It's oh, right. 22. Really? Well, it's 22. It's 22. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy about smashing through the last 20 minutes. You could edit this and just send it to them now. And then we do the second bit. Have you noticed anything? No. Uh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll drop them a message and say we're halfway through. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not halfway through. Please, God, I want to have my Sunday. <laughs> is it Sunday? Enough. Oh, it is Sunday, yes. isn't it? Uh. Okay, cool. All right, well, we'll have five minutes and uh, we'll, we'll be back. But if you're listening live on the 24-hour thing for some God-known reason, uh, then uh, we'll be back in a second. Right, we're back. Unfortunately, one of the problems with doing this at a strange time in the morning is that uh, the Ocado man's just turned up with the groceries and everyone else is in bed, so I'm going to have to deal with that. So I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Beasties in charge now. Yay. Woo. Okay. Steam. Steam sale. That's been on. Yeah. Um, and by the sound, I've got very much the feeling that Vimesy's been th- throwing money at the screen. Um, oh, don't be silly. I, I'll be honest, I've bought nothing. There's been nothing of interest for me that I haven't already bought. So who has invested um, over this over the Christmas sale? Um, I might have bought one or two items. Yeah. I, I, I got papers, please, and I kind of got gifted insurgency by somebody. Oh, the, the Secret <laughs> Santa? No. No. Oh, this was a more personal thing, wasn't it, Vamsey? It was. I wanted to insurgent you. Oh. <laughs> it was the best I could do on short notice. <laughs> oh, it, it, Vamsy very nicely surprised me with a Christmas present, which was a copy of Insurgency, which no doubt he got as part of the four pack. Yeah, yeah. It uh, was cheap. I, I, I did. I reciprocated in kind as well. You we're, did. We're probably Yoda hasn't. Yeah, we're probably the best game you've got in the sale so far, no doubt. Probably. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. No surprise there. There you go. I might buy so, you Gary's mod. It's one pound forty nine. Surely, surely everybody has that. Yeah, not nobody with a Steam account can say that they haven't got Gary's mod. I don't have Gary's really mod. Really? I you sure? I don't have. I don't have it. I know I don't have it. I've never had it. I don't want it. I have no interest in it. Don't want it. Oh, that killed <laughs> Yeah, I did. That was a... Well, come on, Vamsy. What else did you buy? Well. Um, Dungeon Siege 3, Total War Shogun 2, The Testament of Sherlock Holmes, Stanley Parable, Bulletstorm, Deathlight, Tower Wars, and Insurgency. The Testament wow. of Sherlock Holmes. It was Is cheap. that one of those stupid games? Is that one of those stupid, like, kind of click on the screen to find objects games? I don't know yet. It looked, the trailer looked good. Is that the one where Watson keeps <laughs> mysteriously and spookily appearing right behind you? Which I think also, uh, w- w- wasn't that the sort of genesis for uh, Slenderman as well? Careful. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know. No, know. I, I, don't, I, no I, think, I think I read about I have it somewhere. Look, but... It was on Steam. It was cheap. It looked like a kind of adventure detective-y type thing. And I thought, it's for like a couple of quid. I'll have that. Um and basically, Christmas Day, I came down to my office in the morning, set eight games to download, and then 
buggered off back up to the house and just let them download all day. That's what I, that's what my PC did all day Christmas. Um, and so I just got yeah, just just a few. Okay, it's got some good games on there. They're all installed, so I can go and play them well, whenever I want to. You haven't played Bulletstorm yet, then? No, I haven't played Bulletstorm. None of these. The only ones I've played on that list are Total War. Obviously, I know what I'm kind of been getting into, but I haven't played it yet. Insurgency is the only one I've played so far. Um, I just haven't had time. What with Christmas and children and the horrible Bulletstorm like is brilliant. Yeah, I, I played the demo on the 360 game. a long time ago. It's a cracking game. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think you're, like I said, but yeah, you're the demo was good, but it wasn't good enough to make you buy it. Hmm. Okay, I shall be hooking on to that soon. But that's all well, I bought. What, what about you, Yoda? You said you bought some stuff as well. Yeah, I bought um, Age of Empires 3, um, Game Dev Tycoon, and super hex because we were all going on about it on the show so i thought for under a quid uh, 74p or something isn't it 39p i think it was 39p I yeah i can't remember i think it was 67p or something ridiculous oh you got robbed <laughs> <laughs> should have waited for the sale you see it is, it is a cracking little game it's a very I picked up on my phone first, I think. Um, I've got the PC version. I think I must have picked up for like £1.74 in an earlier Steam sale. Um, but it is very hard, and it's really easy to put very little time into it um, because it's just it, it can make your head spin a little bit because of the nature of moving around in circles and a constantly moving board and you rotating your arrow to get between the gaps. It's very strange. It can, yeah. And the music, it's kind of quite, quite entrancient, I guess would be the way of describing it. I haven't heard the music yet because I've been playing it while listening to, to No, the you show. should. You should definitely, definitely listen to music. It's great. It goes really well with it. It's got a kind of a, um, an increasing kind of beat in a way. It kind of feels like... Yeah, it, it's very, it reminds me a little bit of um, um, uh, Rezzed and... Um, Amp, um, amplitude and things like that that, that that kind of feel to it the music and the and the sound it's I won't say it's certainly not a rhythm action game but it, it's it, it goes really well together it's got a good synergy so yeah but the one I'm probably most looking forward to play is Age of Empires I was going to so, say you did threaten that you picked this out didn't you yeah um, I just I've played a lot on um, 2 HD and I just really like Age of Empires games, so I can see wasting away sat here, um, just playing that um, the next couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, what about you, Clarky? I just picked up Papers, please. Which we've already uh, kind of gone come. through. Yeah, uh, well, to, to be honest, it's, it, it, it's a bit like most Steam sales by the end of the year, and seemingly more so since I joined this forum I, I tend to have most of the games that appear on sale yeah, yeah it's kind of the, the stage amount I, mean, I don't know whether or not the price is just a bit too high for some of the other games but uh, there's very little I yeah, yeah. and uh, a lot of the multi-platform games as well I flatly refuse to buy because I've fallen into that trap at least twice and found out that they come out they're, they're free on PS Plus every year usually a few weeks after I pick them up mm. it's like Game Dev yeah, Tycoon as well wasn't it you paid full price for that, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Clarky paid full price for it, and then I think, what was it, a week later it was on the sale. 
That's absolutely right. Yes. Well, that's that's the nature of the of the sales. I mean, it can't be helped, unfortunately. I know people that don't that hold out all year to buy their games. Um, yeah, but I don't. I try not to fall in that trap. It's like I, I fancy giving Dort Starve a go, but I believe that's free on PS4, isn't it? Next month. It is. Oh, is that out now? <laughs> yeah, is that out now or? No, I think it's. Um, is it January? Thing? I think. It comes yeah, out. I'm back. By the way. Ooh, Titan Quest on sale. <laughs> Um, um, so what about you, John? Have you bought anything? <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't think this is the professional showcase to try and get new listeners that I think we hoped it would be, is it, lads? Um, <laughs> uh, well, at least we're recording it. That's, so we're one up on last week. <laughs> uh, I, the only thing I, I got given Tomb Raider... Um, because I asked, because I, I didn't, I, because I needed to put something on my wish list, and so that came through in the sale for I think uh, five nine Wooster Wooster. Thank you very much for that, mate. Um, and the only thing I bought actually is that a super hexagon thing, which I I think I caught the back end of you lot talking about there, which I can't do for more than two seconds, but I need to give that more of a try. Nothing really floats my boat if. Truth be told, as I say, I, I, I might try. I might pick up that 2K14 NBA to see if it's worth buying on the PlayStation 4, which is a bit of a stupid thing to do, really, isn't it? Uh, well, there's, yeah. There's uh, there's one me and Vamsy threatened a while ago. Uh, Orion Dino Horde is uh, 5.99 at the moment. Oh, it's supposed to be shit though. <laughs> now, now, now with uh, open world gameplay, dynamic Best weather, real time day and night cycles, and loot. But it's supposed to be Best shit, isn't it? Ever. No, it's probably not shit. yes. Oh, it is, yeah, brilliant trailer. The trailer is absolutely fantastic. It's one of the best I've seen. I see the top seller is still DayZ, full price. Uh, yep. Why you haven't got on that? I don't know. But uh... well, we've, we've told you, haven't we? Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I just broken and not finished. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry, that was at least an hour ago. Um, no. Let's do let's do part two and spare ourselves. Yeah. Um what's part two? <laughs> Films, books, <laughs> comics, etc. Uh yeah. C- crack on, mate. You're still in charge. I haven't taken the round. Okay, I'll I'll carry on then. No problem. He's still unpacking um, okay. the <laughs> into the <laughs> eating some croissants or something. Um part two, we're gonna get into our films, books and comics and Vimesy, I want to know what you're talking about there. Croft. Yes. This is... um, Obscure Sicilian drama? No, no, it's not. It's... Life and Fire, Lara Croft? No, kind of. It's it's a fan film for Lara Croft. um, Team Raider. It's on YouTube. And it's about 20 minutes long. And it's... Absolutely brilliant! It's really good. It, well, you mean it's nineteen minutes of cleavage? Not at all. It's 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 really really well done. It's uh, I think filmed in British Columbia, so the it looks like it's live action version of the latest Tomb Raider film. Um, the acting in these things is normally incredibly dodgy, to say the least. It's actually very very good in in this uh and it's essentially you have lara i don't know how to say it really you have a scenario where you've got a couple of 
who'd been held hostage by an evil person and his motley crew of um, mercenaries, and you have this woman charging around the the forest, slaying them um, and trying to rescue said people. I don't really want to talk too much about it um, because it's it's what it does do is it, it, it's really good. Um, it's a really good interpretation of, of, of kind of Tomb Raider. And if you were making a film, this is pretty much what it would look like. It's incredibly violent. This is not something you want to play in front of your children. There are lots of things, ice picks through heads um, and some quite graphic violence in there. Um, but no more. I think what it brought home to me was how we kind of accept the violence in, in video games currently, because all the moves that mm. she pulls in this live action version are almost directly transposed from the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And as there's some interesting scenes where you kind of have um, five or six mercenaries coming down this gully towards her and she literally takes them out in a variety of ways. And you just sit there look, watching the film, you just sit there thinking this out, hams anything the expendables ever did it's just you just can't believe it but you think if you put that into graphics that's the kind of thing we do as gamers every day um yeah and yeah. we just accept it and it just makes you kind of laugh at yourself in a way kind of going my god i can't believe you know it, it, how how outdated games are in many ways but the film the, the actual film for 20 minutes it's really good it's got a lovely little thing at the end as well which i won't spoil um go watch it it's on youtube it's free it's just called Croft. if you just type in um Croft Tomb Raider fan film or something like that, you'll find it. Um, I did this in my tweet feed as well um, from last night. So if anybody wants to go find it, that's another way of doing it. Um, it's just, it's just really, really good. Um, it's one of the best fan films I've ever seen. So yeah, go check it out. Does she get a pass out? Oh. <laughs> Does she get a what out? Does she get a what out? Pies. I, I think we can. I think we can read between the lines there. Well, you said there's a nice surprise at the end. Oh, lovely. Then she gets a tent out. Hey. Well, Clarky, as I... as you're talking, uh, let's direct your talking towards what you watched. Um, well, I, I think I think I'll start with something that the both of us appear to watch, which was the uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special. Yes, I, I watched it just last night. Actually, um, didn't get a chance over on Christmas Day. Um, I, I, it was quite interesting. I'd, I'd heard some. Uh, general negativity towards the episodes, but the saying that the the transition was quite well done. Um, no, I mean I, I enjoyed it all the way through. Really, I mean it wasn't the best episode, um, but it was uh, it was it was a bit odd actually. I guess I guess it kind of fit fitted quite well as a Christmas special. Yeah, and it's quite strangeness of him aging three hundred years or something um, in this kind of uh, village. <clears throat> that's not spoiling it because it's kind of very odd story. I, I think that's some nice ideas in it. I mean, it's. Uh, it, I, I thought the yeah, I thought the change was a bit strange. Yeah, um, it, it praised. It, it was a nice story and it did have some nice ideas. But if, for anyone who might have been kind of uh, not up with the Doctor Who jumping into this, would probably have been a uh, a mess. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what the hell? So who's he? So why is he? So why is he changing to him? So what's his, how many lives does he have? What's got? Yeah, it's a bit. It's a little bit. Um, yeah, strange. I, I, I found that whole bit a bit of a cop out, really, because it was like, I suppose we'd been waiting for it to happen, but yeah, he uh, he basically gets uh, 
a clean sheet by the end of it again, doesn't it? So they can carry on churning out more series. Or at least 13 more series. Exactly. Uh, um, no, I, I, th- I thought it was quite good. I found the uh, I found the transition thing very very poignant. Um, do we do we know when the next series is starting? I don't think it's until. Well, in, in game speak, I think it's quarter three, two thousand and fourteen. Really? Oh, I believe, believe so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I thought you might say Easter. That would have been rubbish. But okay. Well, fair enough. No, I think it's going to be around about September time. So a bit of time to wait, unfortunately. Yeah, they've never they've never exactly been uh, strict with the schedule of releasing Doctor Who series, have they? Really? No, not really. Definitely not. So, I mean, wasn't wasn't one of the earlier ones basically just a the series that we got was basically just a collection of special episodes throughout the year? Um, yeah, but at least that was throughout the year. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I um, uh, I did I did enjoy Doctor Who. Um, I mean, what's Christmas without it? Well, indeed, absolutely. And go, going off a That's few, uh, <laughs> going off a few suggestions from last week's show, uh, I picked up two DVD box sets in a sale, which were uh, unfortunately <laughs> the Home Alone one contained all four of the films. Obviously. Oh, <laughs> two, two, two of which throw, I have throw the last exactly throw the last two discs away. Yeah, yeah. Um, kids enjoyed this one. I. I kind of enjoyed it, but now look, looking at it with fresh eyes as a parent, I just found the uh, the entire their entire atti- blasé attitude to the fact that they'd left their eight year old at home to be quite unrealistic. I don't think. What did you think they were blasé? <clears throat> no, it's. Yeah, well, she flew I, back I, from Paris. Oh well, yeah, I'd be thinking <laughs> a lot more devastated than they were, though. He was a little shit. Um, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a little shit. And also, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't molly this... coddle children nowadays. It's... What? Uh... And oh, this is the eighties as well, so there wasn't so these oh, kind of media driven terrors. Well, it's late. Well, that right. could have been nineteen ninety, but it would have been recorded in the eighties. But the, the um, they do tend to um, overplay on the media now. How terrifying is leaving children home alone? Was I imagine it was probably less of a poignant problem. I mean, in the 80s, we would have just left kids at home with, a, like, a Rolf Harris DVD or something like that on. <laughs> and, uh, been... Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, no, I didn't. Watch this. Which I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed it, as always. It was, a, it was good fun. Yeah. One thing to get pointed out, actually, that um, it was, I think, someone on Facebook that's been shared around um, about scene from, um, from Home Alone is when they're clearing up the the spilt milk and the pizza on the table and that when they can, he pushes um, buzz into the table that um, they throw Kevin's ticket into the bin by accident. You just see it for a second. And that's why they, that's why they didn't say, hang on, <laughs> we've got a ticket for him. Where is he? Oh. Um, I, threw, I, I often wondered about that at the airport. Yeah. There's way. actually a, like for half a second, you literally see him throw stuff in the bin. You can see a ticket there for the what the, the airline was, and then kind of Kevin McAllister in it or something like that. So I thought that was a. What What did amuse me the most was before we started, well, just just as I was putting it on, uh, Mrs. Snap being ever the responsible parent turned to our nine year old daughter and said, "Don't you dare try any of the things these guys do in this film." <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm I'm warily walking upstairs at the moment, waiting for a tin of paint to come flying into my uh, into my face. <laughs> so yeah, Home Alone, very great, very Christmassy. Uh, and the other box set I bought was Gremlins, another classic, another absolute classic. Indeed, I have to I have to say the kids enjoyed Gremlins a lot more than they did Home Alone. Yeah, 
Really? Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it was. It's that whole humour about the naughty, mischievous little monsters, isn't it? They seem to find uh, far more amusing. But yeah, so well, yeah, I can appreciate that. About gremlins. <laughs> Deary me. No, but I haven't seen. I haven't actually seen Gremlins in years, and I. Uh, it, it did remind me of how good this was. Obviously, uh, we've still got what Gremlins two to watch, which. Uh, wasn't quite as good, if I remember. No, it wasn't. wasn't. No. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, a couple of decent Christmas films there. Not watched a hell of a lot more else than that. Yeah, I mean, um, Yoda's watched some proper stuff. Actual films. <laughs> New films, uh, almost, as well. Well, I watched Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I just it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, um, I was thinking that if... I could have one video game character move to another game. I was struggling to figure out who I would get to move to what game. But I was interested to figure out who you guys would get to move. So this is being the fact that Wreck-It Ralph is all about, in an arcade, um, the character Ralph moving to different video different video games and then yeah. other characters being affected. Um, yeah, I don't know, really. That's a good question. I guess... I don't care enough about any of the characters to really give a damn would be the key thing for me. I, don't, I can't think of any any character that I care enough about. Like, oh, it would be quite handy to have. I guess the spy from Team Fortress 2 in anything would be quite good, really. Um, probably overpowered, I'd have thought. Probably overpowered. Uh, we, could have, uh, we could get fi- uh, Fix-It Felix to move and uh, fix Brooke Daisy. <laughs> oh, boom, that's a good one. Definitely, that's a... Uh, I'd get, as a serious, serious answer to this question, I'd have Nathan Zachary from the Crimson Sky series into any Uncharted game because he would fit in absolutely brilliantly. He's, he's essentially what Nathan Drake would have been if Nathan was around in the 1930s. Um, and then you could get biplanes and aerial action into the Uncharted games, which would just be sweet. There's my serious I mean, answer. That's, the irony being there that, as a person who hasn't played Crimson Sky, Crimson Sky and doesn't like Uncharted, it would not affect me in the slightest. So let's do that. Then. Absolutely, really so like it's a perfect answer in many ways. I th- the gameplay is just horrible. That's why it's oh, horrible Uncharted. to play. Awful. Play. Uncharted is one of my games of the generation. Well, Uncharted Two, anyway. Great game, absolutely right. brilliant. Mm-hmm. I have no, do not understand the love for it at all. Don't get it. it it's that whole matinee thing. Beastly is what it is. It's like going back and watching the old good fashioned matinee films of Indiana Jones and The Mummy and all that, and just wrapped up in a video game. And brilliant. Loved it. I like Indiana Jones. Obviously, don't like The Mummy because it's rubbish, but. You're a foolish boy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Mummy's rubbish. It's, like, it's crap, Indiana Jones. Oh, right, stop now because we're going to fall out. Move on. the Mummy. <laughs> Yeah, Man of Steel, um, which I thought was going to be interesting. Uh, I thought the start was very slow. Um, yes, it's very slow. Yeah. Um, but what really annoyed me was the way it jumped around um, between times, um, going from adult to, to small child. Um, it just didn't. It just seemed to move in incredibly weird directions. Um, for me, on I just really I think that's, a, that I think that's something they've applied. They've applied that in the past as well. I think they did the same thing with Superman Returns, fine enough as well. Actually, I, I think they tried to 
turn it too much into the uh, Batman trilogy. Yeah. And my biggest um, annoyance was um, something that you rare, you never see Superman do um, at towards smoke. the end of the film, which I'm not. He was having a, he was having a smoke. <laughs> That'd be um, brilliant. I'd love to see that. And I'm not going to say what it is, so you have to watch it and find out because it's a bit of a spoiler. Um, I, I've watched it and I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> I, I know what he's on about. It's uh, just a general rule with Superman. I personally don't care because um, actually I don't know what the hell he could have done apart from some kind of flangy nonsense, which would have been, oh, he's, um, he put them in this magical magic cage that stops them doing anything ever again. Yeah. Ah, Until they're right, super right. next. Um, I, I mean, I think the only thing that annoyed me was the there was no attempt in the final battle to fly away from the city. Colossal damage and loss of life. Uh, that's obviously ignoring the fact that you had the hilarious people of um, Metropolis standing round where buildings are collapsing around them. Um, where you're like, yeah, of course, that's exactly what you do, isn't it? Yeah, you just stand there. Um, yeah, you're, you're yeah, definitely known for being very, very non-dramatic. But yeah, I think that I'd love to have seen to actually go. Um, actually, can we go over there? I think it's that's the product of um, the, the DC executives watching what happened in the in the Avengers film. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Okay, we can we can make more destruction than them, rather than go to man going. Um, no, the thing the people rather than. What if he punched Zod through five skyscrapers at one point yeah. or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Ripping apart. I mean, it's absolutely nuts. And he's like, no attempt to kind of drive him away from the city. I mean, you can be, they, they, they could have easily just flown across the ocean. I mean, they're not far from there at all. It's just very, I don't know, the impact it simply didn't make sense for Superman to deliberately not try to move away from the city, which is very odd. Um, but it, it's uh, it's quite fun. But I know the scene you're talking about. I, again, I don't care. It, it would have been some kind of tenuous reason for them not um, doing that or doing that. Um, so yeah, I can get the problem. I, there. I just find it a bit iffy though, the way they're taking this. I mean, after the last Superman reboot, you'd think they'd try and sort of do another Superman only film instead of jumping straight into Superman versus Batman. Um, well, they want to get make their Avengers film as soon as I can. Um, so I think this is them making a step up to do the Wonder Woman um, kind of Batman Superman Trinity film. So I think it's their kind of kid steps to that that in that direction. Well, kid steps and I was big leaps in that direction. They they want their Avengers Avengers style film as soon as possible. The problem is it's still going to be what five years after Avengers by the time it comes out, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that, 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 I think that's what they're planning to do. I mean, I think they're being, they're playing a little bit of catch up here, but. I'd rather they've made a film of Superman without thinking, oh, what's Batman like? That was popular. Oh, that was Avengers. That was popular. And try to... It feels like a bit like a blend of the two, which I think they're probably unmixable. They're very different tones throughout. And I, I, I just feel like they've tried to do that. They've kind of kept that darkness, but give it that kind of grandioso, insane um, power <laughs> level. Um, but, yeah. But did you enjoy it, though, Yoda? Um, I wouldn't watch it again. Oh. Um, it, it was a bit of a letdown for me. Um, to be fair, I do like. Um, it doesn't DC. have the Superman theme either. No. It doesn't have the Superman um, theme. That's a massive error. 
I did like yeah. the soundtrack, to be fair. I thought it was quite good. But it doesn't have to be meant to no, be No, very true. Yeah. I, I, did, I did find the whole, uh, the whole family bit a little bit too cheesy. Um, what, We're talking about the hurricane scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was ridiculous, to be fair. I mean, after it already after it already saved a bus full of people and been blatantly seen doing it, you think he'd have uh, found some way around uh, saving his father's laugh? <laughs> You'd have thought so. so. Anyway, John, have you, did you, have you seen anything over the Christmas? Um, I watched period? Despicable Me Too, which was all right. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. I watched the first one. The first one's great, um, but uh, yeah, this no, this is great. I mean, I think it's it's, it's a nice premise for a, for a family friendly kids film. It's it was good, but uh, it didn't have the kind of impact of the first one. The story wasn't up to much, but it it was good, and I, I really like Steve Carell. And I think um, he does a good job in everything he does. So uh, that's all right, all right by me. And uh, the Downton Christmas special was. Uh, <laughs> Was a real treat. Oh Jesus! But other than that, I haven't done anything. I certainly haven't done the journey like I did last year. I'd like to do the Lord of the Rings. Jane's just she just refuses, so I haven't done that. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping to go and see the Hobbit tomorrow. I thought you'd seen it. Have you not seen it? Have you not seen it yet? Not not part two. Not part two. Not yet. Well, you're in for a treat then, mate. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. They're always. Um, that was a joy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that leaves me then. Um, that leaves uh, Doctor Who covered that already. Um, Home Alone covered. Um, what I did excitedly watch last night was I saw that Charlie Brooker's 2013 Wipe was on, which is his kind of hour-long, month-by-month um, coverage of the news and, and topical stories of the year. Um, as always, it was, um, was brilliant. I laughed throughout, really. I do like... Um, I think I have a particular enjoyed watching Doug Stanhope um, turn up on there again Who and they say his bit was just brilliant um, and definitely worth a watch and um, I don't know, I, I, I guess they make up the names of the the, um, the guys that talk was it Dave Ship and Philomona Kunk <laughs> um, <laughs> which is just <laughs> one of the best surnames ever um, and their, kind of, their, their, their assessment of Breaking Bad as being some kind of chemistry TV show um, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, it's it's. I'd definitely check it. Out. I hope it's. I imagine it's going to be an iPlayer. So definitely check that out, um, guys. I'd say it's definitely worth a watch. And I think he's sounds like in January starting um, a, a Charlie Brooker's weekly wipe. So kind of his weekly show, kind of covering the stories of the of the week, um, which I'm going to look forward to as well. It's uh, far um, far. Far more enjoyable than watching his interview with uh, John Snow. Oh, that was dreadful. Wasn't it? it was. It was awful. Um, this is definitely a, a, a good a good watch. Um, last thing I was going to cover was just something I mentioned before on the show, uh, probably a month or so ago. Um, comic book series called Chew, um, and uh, I've just kind of got complete up to speed on that. It's kind of thirty six issues out there now. Um, it's, it's, it's such a good comic book series. It's kind of it, with the the gap of in, Invincible not coming out, being very slow to the, um, release issues. This has been a great stopgap about a um, a detective who works for the 
um, the US federal um, food agency um, in a world where chicken's been banned and all um, bird products have been banned um, because they blame it for a flu that killed uh, 200 million people or something. And um, the, the detective is a, I think it's called a chibopath, which means anything he eats, he can see its history, and that includes food. <laughs> so, <it doesn't... laughs> um, so he so he eats a cow, and he just sees uh, the blueness of his life <laughs> of everything he eats. Um, anything he can eat that doesn't have that is beetroot. Um, so he has quaffed down lots of beetroot. But it, I, I think it's one of those kind of TV shows that make a, a really good comical TV series um, because it, I can see it working so well with the darkness of how it plays out and when they just run out of content on that how so well if it's just like every time he eats that seems to be the main catch is you know the hook is that everything he eats he kind of sees i mean yeah he he goes through every every food stuff in the world but what's the what's the meta what's what's the the kind of overriding arc the overriding arc is that is the what was was chicken really to blame for this? Um, what's going on? And there's <laughs> can we blame the chickens? Is thing? Well, then that's that, it, it sounds really it sounds really daft, but it is a silly quote, but it is quite it, the storylines are quite fun and he, they're quite each issue is quite episodic. It'd easily be a half hour TV show, um, mm. because it's about investigating, but he's not the only person with food powers. Everything in this is all food power related, so one guy can carve chocolate um and everything he carves with chocolate it can be um the best that it so you could come carve a samurai sword out of chocolate and it would be better than any samurai sword ever made there's a guy who can make um um tortilla chip um weapons as well um what his sister can <laughs> eat people and see the future of that person it's it's, it's it, They've just gone to town with stupid things in it, and it's really good fun. And, and so I think you you could make from, from something from it. Of course, it will never become a TV show because it's way too risky. Um, but I'd say that it may, maybe some even something like your 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 pal Whedon might um, could could create some kind of comedic justice to. It reminds My me a little bit personal of personal friend Whedon. Yes, okay. I wouldn't say. I mean, I'm sure it's a one way relationship, but. It's kind of there. Um, I can see that that his humour reminds me a little bit of you guys who saw um, Pushing Daisies, about the guy mm-hmm. who can bring people back to life uh, by touching them, but touch them again, they die. And he was using it to investigate. He's kind of got a similar tone to that. Um, oh, no, this this is, this, you're missing out quite a bleak part of this. I'm just reading something about this. This, this sounds horrible. So he goes on a mission to uh, find a black market chicken restaurant has a bowl of chicken soup only to find the psychic impression of the cook killing people and putting them in the soup. He goes yeah. to bust the cook only for the cook to kill himself outside the restaurant. She eats the cook to find out the names of the rest of the victims. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's brilliant. quite a bleak... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty... You've got to bear in mind... I've been reading this for 36 issues. You don't, you, you forget about the bleakness of it because it's just perfectly normal. That's in a fairly big thing the, to in, forget about. In, in one of the latest ones, there's um, he gets kidnapped by um, this guy uh, and kind of beaten up. And he gets force-fed um, dead baseball stars 
um, over the last century. Oh my um, god! So he can kind of talk about their sex exploits. So he can write a book. Um, not I'm I'm unknowing to him that the more they were feeding him old baseball stars, the better he was becoming baseball. And he ends up uh, beating him by throwing a baseball through his head. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just, it's daft, but it's, it's, it's such a good fun. It, it's really hard to explain, but it's definitely, definitely worth a read. I think by the first issue, you kind of get the tone of it. Um, but I, oh, I really enjoyed reading it in the last, last few days. It's kind of been really good fun. Definitely recommend it. Okay. But that's it for... That's it for that. Any more for this before we get on to the one news article that I could find? No, move on. Excellent. Part three, news. Now, the only thing that I could find, because actually it's gone Christmas silent, um, which is not as surprising, is the fact that um, Star Citizen has raised $35 million for its um, funding. What's Star Citizen? Um, Star Citizen is a a game that I'd say is actually, if you look at the list, it's actually like on, it's in the top 10 of a lot of most anticipated games of next year. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. PC exclusive um, space trading uh, kind of combat game. Um, I, is it? Yes, in essence, very much. That's kind of the, I think that's most definitely its uh, selling point. And that's what people have kind of got behind. I mean, I'm, uh, quite cynical, unsurprisingly, about this, but I mean, I'm going to keep an eye on it, see what happens. Um, I mean, 35 million is certainly enough to make a good game. Um, oh, Jesus! Yeah. Um, how much was? Um, how much did uh, what's the name Grand Theft Auto cost to make? 200 million, oh, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably something like that. Yeah. That's pretty. Um, that's pretty amazing. Um, but so they should. I mean, that's probably. I think that's probably the, the highest anything's made on like kind of funding, isn't it? I mean, anything got anywhere near that kind of amount of money? Um, I, I mean, the Oculus Rift didn't get anything like that. I mean, it got a lot. I mean, the, the Ouya, which of course has flopped quite massively since its mm. um, release. Um, I think in, that was it four or five million that raised off from memory. But quite interesting. I mean, are you got any of you guys kind of. Keeping an eye on this or looking forward to it? I mean, yeah, I've, I've backed it. I mean, I backed it oh, did you? on Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I'm very interested in it. Um, I, I, I'm two minds about how they're pro- progressing with it in the sense that it seems to be taking a while, but at the end of the day, I'd rather the game was good. Um, they are keeping people updated with what's going on and what, what you know, um, how, how they're moving it forward. The only thing they've released to us so far is a kind of uh, hanger as a kind of piece of concept art if you like, where you can walk around your your hangar, have a look at your ship, get in the ship, move about in it. So all those elements seem to be there, but obviously we've seen nothing about the combat, the space combat, which is what's driven most people to want to play this. Mm. Um, the other interesting thing, which, I, again, I'm, I'm with EBS, is I'm not quite sure I agree with, is you effectively buy your ships. So it's a bit, um, you know, you, I've started off with it with a basic, because I only backed it as a, as a basic backer. Um, the more the stretch goals effectively if you spent more money you'd get a better ship where you could you know you could have a scout ship or you could have an attack ship or you could have a cargo ship or or, all that kind of thing but um rsi which is robert space industries which is the guy who's producing it they have a catalog where you can go and spend real money 
on ship so when the game releases you will have access to these ships in your hangar and we're talking 70 quid for a ship 30 quid for a ship that kind of money it's big money um and people are buying that is, it that's a before lot. the actual game's been released it's just bizarre you know they've already bought the game they've already backed the game so they've got a copy of the game sat there in their account waiting for it to get built and released and they're buying things out of this catalogue for a game that doesn't exist yet it's absolutely bizarre I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I guess how different is it from people who spent what 180 pounds on that kind of Lord of the Rings lifetime subscription thing? I mean, you don't, <laughs> you only get offered. You know, it was mean? 70 it's... quid. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but but I, think, I think that is different because that 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 game was out. You could play it. It was a playable build. They didn't bring in lifetime membership until after the game was was released and people have been playing it for a while. They didn't, um, you know, that lifetime membership now still has its perks because what happens with that is I get um, a certain number of credits every month, which I can then spend on items in game, which I haven't. And that's absolutely, I've got no issue with that. But we're talking about spending real money on something for a game that isn't even built yet. I just, just find the whole notion quite bizarre. But that should, that's whoa, 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 whoa! That's just a, a whole the Kickstarter. Nature. Yeah, absolutely. You're the one. You're the champion of Kickstarter for paying for stuff that. No, no, no. I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about. You, you, they back, what I'm talking about is okay. It's I'm all. It's all part of it, on. though, isn't it? Just because it's not. Yeah, through it's, this... it's, it's it's not the fact that they they you know kickstarting it here. You go here's here's twenty thirty quid whatever. I trust you and your ideas. Go and go forth and make this game. That's fine. But then to be sitting there. You know, that was a year and a half ago that they released all year. Oh, it must be well over a year that Star Citizen's Kickstarter shut down, um, that it finished, they got funding. St- people now, are, you know, are still going through the online catalogue and purchasing stuff when the game isn't built. You know, you, we've already trusted them with 30 quid of your money. And, you're, and I have people who spent 300, 400 pounds on this game that isn't even, there's no playable build of it. All there is at the yeah, moment is like a one room walk round yeah. a hangar, pop into a ship, have a look round, sit in it, get out again, walk round it some more. That's that's all there is. And yet people are, I, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong for the developers to put this content out there. Um, although I do think it smacks a little bit GBC when you haven't actually delivered on any of your promises yet. You're already asking for more money for stuff that isn't built. I just find it odd that people are prepared to do it for that kind of money i get, I, get, I mean it's no different than, i said but people that go for the kind of four or five hundred pound packages on these games yeah. these games and projects and i see many many people often going for those you see those options I mean, even um uh prison architect has some pretty lofty stretch um targets and uh bonus packages you spend a hundred pounds you get your name in the game type thing and people do if anything that gives them something unique um, it is the vanity item side of things. It's how League of Legends makes its money. It's not. It's, it's going to be mainly on the vanity side rather than boosts and whatnot. Um, and it's the area of this. This is vulnerability. It's why whales exist as players that the people have kind of get before the hype. Oh, I'll get behind this. This game's definitely been funded now. I can spend extra money to make sure that I get something that's really special. I'm, I'm unique from everybody else. And it's near of MMOs, yeah, which you take advantage of. I mean, I'm not saying I do it. I'm not saying it makes any sense, but I can see why people do it because there's a whole market for people out there that spend this kind of money. Um, I personally like to play a game before I start throwing more money at it myself. Um, but 
I, I think it's surprising how much vanity and um, pride take over in these kind of things, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but I know, I know it's a bit strange, but... Right, any more any more to talk on that? As that's our last thing of the of the day, night. What, no, what about the fact that China's banned Battlefield Four? I I I I, I don't care. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that to be honest. I don't know. I, I I don't care. But why the band that? Is it because the, the Chinese the are the bad guys? All is, the it, is it because is it because the Chinese are the bad guys? Well, some kind of. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, so I've just read that now. Is anybody actually bad guys in that? I think I just I guess I haven't played the single player campaign, so I'm pretty bad at it. (laughs) 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 No, that was the only thing that I could find. (laughs) What a show! What a show this is. (laughs) What a joy. Uh, Okay, folks, let's wrap it up. Um, So (laughs) I'm not sure where this is going to go out. Hopefully, some point. This afternoon, but we'll 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 send it out. And we're very very sorry. Very sorry. Very sorry. We'll we'll now seamlessly hand you back to Kevin Steve. (laughs) That'll do. Brilliant. Excellent. (laughs) What a waste of time. Two things. It's not seamless if you play your bloody jingle. <laughs> and Bouncy's here. Yeah. Still, he you weren't having that monster until five o'clock. Give it here. No. You said you weren't going to have it until five o'clock. John's, John's driven me no, to it. Give no, it. it constant what are you bullying. Do at five o'clock now. I'm going to drink the blood of John's head. <laughs> How dare he? Only his head blood. I, I, feel, I, feel, like, I feel like I've been shunned. That's what I feel shunned. like. I've been shunned. It's two hours ever, though, in hindsight. At the time, at certain moments, you didn't feel like it, but... We had sausage sandwiches, didn't we? We did. Very nice. Yeah. Only needed one pack of chipolatas, Mr. Let's Buy Extra. You wasted £1.10 of my money. You've got to freeze it, you got it for another day. And then you just save £2.20. You had sausages you didn't cook. Yeah, I had twice as many of that. You swine. I'd have had a couple more. I thought you wanted a pizza. Mm. I actually want a curry. Are we getting pizza. curry? Where are we going to put curry? The table yeah, is covered. Right. Pizza makes sense. A large pizza. Yeah, pizza. Bouncy can just hold while we eat it. Because he's not here. Might get a medium. We'll put it on this empty chair next to us. Uh, look at him. Whose really beard's longest? Mine or his? Uh, yours looks raggedy. It seems like he's got a long moustache and that's about it. Down his neck <laughs> and across his chin. It's a very long moustache. Yeah. Read Sam Dyke's poem about Queen. Poem what? alert, Bouncy. Two poem poems. Alert. Well, there's there two, now. yes. Uh, but one of them I can't read. Uh, he says he's definitely going to win with that. He's not. Um, Quinn winks everywhere. Rich turns you up in office. Peter, Anna, Steve, drum forever. Getting hammered. Just Kev letting Zuzix on. Calf's victory bouncy, never meatballs. Don't know what that is. I don't know what any of these people are doing. And now Bonsy Ball is not better, Salter. Pack it in. <laughs> first, ke- first John's refusing my existence, and now people are suggesting I change my name. Shut up, Bonsy. Shut <gasps> <Good> up, Bonsy. <laughs> come on, Bonsy. Ooh, come on, Bonsy. Um, right, plan for the rest of the uh, day. We've got five hours and 19 minutes remaining of this beautiful, ridiculous... Enterprise that we've embarked upon. Um, 
give you a rough idea of the schedule. We got as far as May in our review of 2013, so we're going to carry on with that over the next few hours. Um, Sheepdog's going to stop singing or find a boot in his mouth very quickly. <laughs> well, I want to see you find a boot in your mouth. That's good magic. What's this? <laughs> it's a boot. Um, I also have the results of the game of the year, as voted for on the forum last week. Oh. That's ready to ask. I'm actually going to announce that before four o'clock, and it will go out on the Bits and PCs feed, assuming they don't fiddle with it. So we're giving them that. That's a gift to Bits and PCs listeners. You get to find out before the normals what the MGP game of the year was, which is nice for them, isn't it? Make them feel a bit loved. Yeah. Do you think they'll feel loved? I hope they feel loved. Um, aside from that, um, keep your questions coming in um, at MGUK Podcast or at Best Thing From on Twitter and give them the hashtag MGP100. Thank you very much. We need your poems to keep coming in as well. We've got the strike free keyboard to give away. Um, in order to win that, you need to do a poem thusly. I'm desperately trying to find mine. That's not a poem. Let us <laughs> you give the rules. To win this competition where you can win a keyboard worth up to £100, we want you to write a poem 26 words long, each word using a subsequent letter on a keyboard, start with a Q and ending in M. Loads of examples already coming through. I imagine most of the people I'm talking to already know the rules, but you can keep them coming in. But don't you sweary words, because I'm not allowed to read them out anymore after my mum rang us up here during those two hours and told me off for saying the word anal gaping. So um, That's two words. I'm paraphrasing. I'm allowed that one. Okay. So uh, sorry, mum, and uh, everybody, let's get it on. So you need to get those in within the next, what, three or four hours? Because we're going to announce the winner of that, what, at eight o'clock, do we reckon? Seven. Seven o'clock we're announcing the Seven winner, o'clock, yeah. Seven o'clock the winner of that will be announced. Um, I did spend that two hours while Bits and PCs were on, not just preparing and consuming a sausage sandwich. I sat there for a good three or four minutes trying to get my head around how to possibly do this love film thing. And um, I'm too tired and broken to be able to do it now. You all want loads of games. I get it. Um, I can't work out how to give who what though it's hurting me so I'll do it at some point next week and we'll have that ready for next week's show Um, one other thing um, before we uh, move on to one of the many questions that I assume we've had tweeted into us over the last couple of hours Bouncy's checking his list of questions now Um, the question of an owl actually the voting for the best game of the generation has moved on to another round we are at the semi-final stage now Um, and the semi-final matchups we have where are they? I can't remember what they are. Um, we've got... Where are they? Where are they? Do you want to have a look while I do this poem? Um, yeah, go on then. Sheepdog's poem by Sheepdog. <laughs> Questions whizzed everywhere. Real-time yakking under influence of Proplus. As Steve drinks from glowing hydration juices, Kev looks zombified. Ex-characters voiced... Bouncy's now mental. <laughs> um, you understand this keyboard's been in your house for about six months and you're actively trying to get rid of it, yet here you are entering a competition to win it. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot. You don't understand. I'm going to take it home legitimately. <laughs> you could have just kept it and not told anyone you had it. No one knew. You're drinking that like a hamster. <laughs> yeah, that's how I drink. It looked like you were just going to throw it across the room <laughs> as well. So the quarter-final results for the best game of the generation. Um, Fallout 3 beat Bioshock. Skyrim beat Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption. Oh. The Last of Us beat Uncharted 3. And the Orange Box beat Portal. Wow. So how many votes did Portal get? 
um, back for six. Six people vote for Portal. Yeah. Six set off people the squeaking you. You're that flabbergasted. I can't believe that Steve managed to mask his IP address to vote six times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the semi-final matchups are as follows: we've got The Last of Us versus Skyrim. Which at the moment, Skyrim is miles in the lead on. And we've got Fallout 3 versus the Orange Box, in which Fallout 3 is miles in the lead. So it looks like we're aiming, he- heading towards a Skyrim Fallout 3 final. Um, that's going to be decided around about 5 o'clock to give you the last few hours to get your voting in for the winner. Wow, that's a Bethesda Battle Royale. That's what it's going to be advertised as. We're booking a Super Bowl halftime advert to promote the final Battle Royale. Yeah. can someone tell me the score in a posh match as well you please know. someone other than him I want it in the tra- in, in, oh he asked the, the score he didn't want the first two lines of No Limits by Two Unlimited <laughs> I sang that in a tent at Stam Camp <laughs> did you get stabbed <laughs> see you know I was going to get stabbed when you go in a tent <laughs> I think we can get past this today I'm determined to leave here I never here. did get stabbed but it didn't stop me being terrified of it can you stop singing over all our talky bits it's quite disconcerting. But you're singing every time you talk. <laughs> and yet you don't sing over your own bits. Should we just sit here in silence and see how long you can keep going by himself for? Well, there's already some predictions that Skyrim's going to be game of the generation already. Playstoke is convinced that's going to be the case. I'm pretty sure it should be. Looking at the final four, I don't see that there's any other winner. I don't know. I, I, I think Fallout has got a good chance. Fallout should beat Skyrim. It's not bloody hard to make a fantasy game with dragons and medieval stuff, is it? Whereas designing an entire game about a nuclear holocaust... You've got until 9 o'clock to design a medieval game with dragons and stuff. Well, it's just obvious. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Take a picture of that dragon Repeated behind you. Repeated again and again and again. Yeah, you it? don't see any Fallout things up there. Oh! Saying you don't see any Fallout things up there. Guess what I ordered just before Christmas? You Fallout know what Anna was hinting at? That's right. I didn't order a Fallout bobblehead. The whole set. I ordered the full set because there was a discount. Right. They were $15 each. If you got three of them, I think it was $40 for three of them. Or you could get all seven of them for about $60. So it was a, 30 quid, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to cost me another £30 shipping and customs duty. Mm, so it's worked out at just over 50 quid for all seven of them. Which I thought was brilliant. And they are arriving towards the end of January. It's very exciting. Yeah. So you it's will really actually. I, I imagine. Fallout has more imagination to it, big time. If Skyrim wins, we'll have to bin them when they come. Whereas if Fallout wins, um, just, we'll keep them and bin the dragon. Yeah, just I'll smash the dragon outside with a hammer. Yeah, smash the <laughs> Fallout toys. You just get Lord no, of the Rings and Dungeons and Dragons and kind of smash them together with every other book that's been written. Whereas Fallout game. was pretty genuinely unique it was Mad Max mixed with Generation Kill Generation Game mixed with Generation Game mixed with Castaway it was Max Branning mixed with Generation Game species there to invent off the back no, I'm just saying you'd have to add a lot together all to right, make sorry, Fallout I thought, were, I thought you were being sarcastic no, 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 not at all, not at all. I'm basically what I'm saying is any, any, you choose even the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from the 90s do Actually, more went into Fallout big time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I'm, I'm just saying to the And also, big when time you think about style. it, um, Fallout 1 and 2, isometric adventure game. Fallout 3, massive, great 3D world. Skyrim was really just a refinement and a degradation of what 4 was. But it was beautiful. Uh, 
weren't bad. It was an incredible Combat was terrible, though. Gun, was gun combat in Fallout is far more accepted. Who fired a gun on any system other than VATS in Fallout? It was just doesn't matter. The VATS, VATS system was cool. It was cool. But but the radiation stuff was excellent. How many times... Right, when I played Skyrim, maybe it was my fault. Maybe I didn't play it right. I played Skyrim w- using two-handed skill. Every fight of a dragon just meant me sitting down by its head, just smacking it repeatedly with the same action. And I oh, never lost. Magic didn't need to block. Didn't need to bl- do use anything. I literally just wait for it to land, run over to it, and hit it in the face a lot of times. That's one way of doing it. And there was the animation was rubbish. The combat was boring because the weapon nice set I had wasn't good for fighting. The music in Fallout makes you feel like you are one. But of the, the music wasteland. was better in Fallout New Vegas than it was in Fallout Three. I disagree. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong. Your face is wrong as well. What's going on with your hair? It looks ridiculous. Probably because I've had this thing on it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right, before we wrap up this uh, exciting, probably best ever episode of Bits and PCs, because we are still doing Bits and PCs at the moment, unless John notices what we're doing, this is what's going to hit iTunes in about two hours. <laughs> I hope he's not listening or not. Um, we need to go through um, the MGP Game of the Year. So... For those of you who haven't been paying attention to the thread or can't remember how it all happened, um, I took nominations as part of the nomination process for all the other stuff, and I collated the 10 most nominated games for most popular game of the year, and gave everyone the opportunity to vote on only one of them, so you had to pick your favourite of the 10, um, and you only got one vote, couldn't change it, and I think that vote enclosed yesterday maybe. Um, all tied up nicely to be ready ready to go for now so of the ten one of the ten didn't get a single vote <laughs> Simpsons tapped out in tenth place um, we then have a tie for second bottom basically um, Battlefield 4 Hotline Miami and Payday 2 um, another level up from there we have Bioshock Infinite and Pokemon X and Y one rung slightly higher on the ladder. You've got Tomb Raider and Trackmania Stadium. And then you've got a gap on the voting that's like three or four inches on my screen to second place. Do you want to have a guess at what these top two are? Uncharted 2. What, game of the year? This year? Sorry. I thought it was a generation. No. It's, t- it's tiring. Last of Us, Last of Us is in the one. top two. That'll be number one, and GTA I think... GTA V. Yeah, GTA V top number two. two. What was the order? Uh, last was number one, GTA V number two. Correct. There wasn't a lot in it. There was only two votes between first and second wow. place, but the two of them were miles ahead of anything else. Yeah, they are the same. By a country mile. But yeah, Last of Us is officially the Mature Gamer Podcast Game of the Year. Do we uh, agree? No. What do you think? Well, it should Last been? of Us. I, do you know what? I absolutely loved The Last of Us. I really, really did. But I dare say this year has been such a varied year. I've spent more time on smaller indie games than I have on games like The Last of Us. All right, Captain Nightshift. No, no, yeah. no. I'm yeah, saying. I think, like, do you know? I've had way. more fun on Super Hexagon this month than I have any other game this year. And I can honestly say that hand on my heart. Okay, Last of Us is never going to be fun. But was that a different gonna, experience? Would you, would you vote for that as game of the year, though? No. No, but then I would. But then at the same time, that same logic could be applied to The Last of Us. The Last of Us was a, essentially it takes everything that's happened in this generation and puts it into one game. It refined everything down. The detail was there. The narrative was there. Combat wasn't great, 
but the majority of everything else was there. I didn't like the ending particularly much, but that doesn't matter because the rest of the game was fine. I don't like the idea of doing an alternate um, kind of timeline potentially for DLC later on. Obviously, they're doing Ellie's story earlier on now as DLC. Um, I just think it's a fantastic game, but does that mean it's game of the year material just because it did? Some, it was a combination of, or whether it's, I don't know. For me, I think it's, it's just been a. There's a lot, a lot of good games that have been out this year that wouldn't get a look in because Last of Us is the obvious one. Mm. I mean, so what would like, have been I your like, alternative? I mean, like I was saying about Year Walk earlier. Year Walk, I absolutely adore. I would say it was on a par with Last of Us. Um, but what it was did you never pick from that ten that we had. From the ten you had, it would be between Bioshock Infinite, Last of Us, and Simpsons Tapped Out, all for very different reasons. Bioshock Infinite just for the first hour. Simpsons tapped out for being a game You've I got played to let them have all the last year. half hour as well, surely. First hour, last half hour. Didn't like the last half hour. Really? I, th- I like the ending, but as a game, it never bettered that first... Until you get to the first piece of combat in that game, that game is exceptionally good. Mm. And then after that, it, it loses its way a little bit, and it has moments of greatness all the way through. The, uh, the attack on the Elizabeth Tower where you're trying to get out the tower and it's being attacked from the outside is fantastic. The the kind of explanation at the ending is good, but it never hits that moment as a, a, as a kind of gaming moment as that first bit, whereas The Last of Us was just all about detail all the time. And it was bleak and it was miserable and it felt like the road, but as a game. And I liked that. And then the end of Tapped Out, you know, how much more of a social game can you get than that? It, it's, it's impossible. I could not pick a game. That's that. I think that's my point. I'm trying to say it depends what category you want me to go for. You want best mobile game, yeah? Year Walk, without a doubt. I, I ju- I've loved it. Social games, tapped out. You know, survival game. Last of Us, first person shooter, Bioshock. Yes. You still have a top of the pile, though, haven't you? I, 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 oh, I, I, there's nothing. I, I dare <laughs> say, I, do you know what? I dare say, and what I'm actually surprised is whether this was because the voting was started earlier on. That Battlefield 4 on the PS4 wasn't on there. Was, but but not in like the it was not really high. Considering how many people have been playing last it, Battlefield yeah. 4. Considering how many people have been playing it that much, I would have expected that to be way up. It got one vote, and Vimesy owned up to it. Yeah. Now I would say it had I been on that, had I been doing sharing stories that other people have been sharing on Twitter and on the forums, on the podcast and stuff, that's a game I'd be really enthusiastic about. So is that just because it's the next generation version hasn't filtered out as much yet? And therefore, it's got less users and people have just voting what they have played. Uh, or, it, you know, it's just... For me, if I'd have played it, I dare say that would have been a brilliant experience. Twitching that, playing with my friends, would have been good. But as it is, I can't pick one. I don't I don't think it's a bad a bad one, but... Just as well, because they've got the developer on his way in now to collect the certificate from <laughs> you. Developer from Naughty Dog yeah. of The Last of Us. Yeah. He, he can come in here and he can explain to me what the hell they think they were doing with that last 20 minutes. Click with him as well. I don't care. It's not real. Yeah, it's just a computer. It is graphic. real. He's walking through the garden. You have seen got a big the uh, ant video that they based it on. Yes. Yeah. But that's they an ant, real. not a person. Yeah, but there are clicker ants out there. You could bring one of them. Could be the one that bridges. It just the makes it. It just makes it grow. It just makes it grow. It doesn't. It doesn't make it go around attacking people and biting their throat body. out. Yeah, but it doesn't make them attack people. It rip the throat out. It might do. Or bite their nose off in the case of Ellie. There are a lot of uh, poems in the in the box. I am reading them all. 
I can say there have been some very good ones. Uh, I, I do like Kieran's. Uh, We've got was... time for one before we finish up bits and pieces. Quiet and waves. Back on to ourselves. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I just went to read it and then chat chase. Quiet waves rumbling towards young umpa lumpers. Iguanas overly petted, always stay domestic. Flying guts heaving just kindly leaves Zeus's xylophone complete. Vicious bears never masticate. I don't know if I'm allowing that because I don't think umpa lumper is one word. I think it's two words. <laughs> Hyphenated, that's okay. What, I can I, I just hyphenate book? full sentences? <laughs> no, no it's, no, it's hyphenated in the original books. It's yeah. fine, yes. Interesting. Should we get off their feed? Yeah, let's play their outro song. I've stolen all their jingles. We're basically nicking their show. They ain't having it back. It's ours now. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. They'll see you next week, boys and girls. We won't be back. No, we'll be on our show. Listen to it. We might be. We check it out. We might podcast. be, yeah. Back by popular demand. Yeah. Toodle pip. Bye. Ta-da.